0: hello everybody welcome back i'm brian
1: and i'm brad
0: dr brad to all of you octavius (laughs) if you're not watching on youtube or spotify where you can see the video versions but uh we're here today to do our ranking tier list of all the essentially all the sony spider-man movies um little note I'm not including anything that had Spider-Man in the MCU, but he wasn't the main character one, because I think that would make things a little complicated. Like I don't think civil war should necessarily be out in this list because he is literally in two scenes slash sequences. However you want to call it once at the airport, once earlier, obviously in, uh, May's apartment, but, Then when we go over to Infinity War and Endgame, like I could see an argument for Infinity War, but in reality, his story is like, he's got a good chunk of Infinity War, and then he comes back for Endgame to finish off his story. So what would we do? Be like, okay, Infinity War counts, but let's ignore Endgame or mush them together and be like, okay, so now we're going to rank this as his part in Infinity War, and then his 10 minutes at the end as forget all that just
1: just not worth it
0: yeah yeah it it would be a little too confused it kind of be like uh to harken back to our last tier list it kind of be like uh vin diesel on the set of fast five where he tried doing math like okay punches equal two points and kicking another of us is three points so now we can math this and they're like no let's just be let's just make everything you even appreciate the effort vin unnecessary or uh just overly complicated so to give everybody a view of what we're going to be ranking we've got uh sam raimi spider-man one sam raimi spider-man two spider-man three the amazing spider-man one the amazing spider-man two spider-man homecoming venom because i know it doesn't have spider-man in it Uh, But it is a Spider-Verse movie that Sony really, really forced in there. Uh, Pretty hackneyed, but now we're just living with it. Uh, Like most change. (laughs) 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 Uh, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Spider-Man Far From Home. Venom Let There Be Carnage. Spider-Man No Way Home. And finally, the most recent Spider-Man Across the Universe. Uh, across the spider verse which at which time we will transition into our spoiler review of across the spider verse give our thoughts on it and then come back to the tier list and show you where we put it um brad how many times have you seen across the spider verse Uh, i have seen it one time thank you cool cool beans uh (laughs) i knew how actually i like a normal person me i'm so extra that i already had. I knew I was going to see it multiple times. I already had tickets to uh, Thursday for Across the spider and uh, figured out how to hack the tickets for my daughter finally because I'm on A-list and I got to pay for her full price tickets. Uh, oh boy, it's been <laughs> trouble. So I'm going to pass it on to you really quick. Right now, Fandango, I found out, every four tickets you get through the Fandango app, they give you a $5 credit. Now, the reason I... Couldn't refund this and use my five dollar T Mobile Tuesday ticket is because they make you choose the movie before you could use the credit, and then I would have had to call yada yada. Anyway, what I found out is that my AMC A list counts as a ticket on Fandang. Oh, nice, <laughs> yeah. So I'm already paying twenty bucks a month on AMC A list. I, I'm I know I'm prattling on, but I want to pass on to anyone who can use this. If I just use the Fand just instead of booking on AMC the AMC app book it on the Fandango app every 4 tickets i get an extra 5 bucks so please abuse that abuse that as much as you can until they take it away from us that's how i treated moviepass before it went bad i'm sorry i helped it bring it to a <laughs> smoldering end but uh max out your 3 tickets every week on AMC A list and every week and a third you'll get an extra five buck thing anyway then we also had t t-mobile tuesday five dollar ticket i knew we were going to see it more than once so i i pre-ordered tickets to see it twice on thursday and then i saw it last night again (laughs) (laughs) yeah so at the time of filming it's a sunday uh by saturday night i'd seen it three times um First thoughts on it before we get in the tier list, so we don't waiting um, too much. It is,
1: not, it is not necessarily a movie that you need to see the first one for. I would recommend seeing the first one. Gotcha. Um, I but you, I don't think it's necessary. Um, hmm. It is a animated movie with a lot of different art styles kind of jammed into it. It's very, very busy on the screen. It's very colorful. Um. So maybe that's not your style. If you perform more live action Spider-Man's, I get it. Um, but overall it's a very, very solid movie. I will. And, the, pull- and, and, and I will say they pulled like top tier to 2023 shenanigans in that movie. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I will. And I will not tell you where. Good,
0: but we will get into spoilers, uh, so we'll cover it there. I will put one little asterisk on there. If you think animated movies are not your jam, and thus you have not checked out into the Spider-Verse yet, uh, you're a bad person. Correct that mistake. How dare you? (laughs) 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 Oh, shoot. I forgot to add one movie onto this list, so there's going to be a surprise extra movie that's going to be on the tier list. I won't even mention it now until we get to it. But one thing I did want to say is that this movie uh, across the Spider-Verse is opening to $120 million box office, which is uh, weekend, which is so good. And it, actually, that might just be domestic. I didn't fact check that beforehand. It,
1: the last time I saw it, it was over 200 million for the opening weekend
0: over 200 globally. Yeah, good. Because this was the lowest ranking Spider-Man film. Of all time, any movie that had Spider-Man in the title, uh, or no, Into the Spider-Verse, let me be clear, uh, Into the Spider-Verse was the lowest ranking, and that ugh, so many people in their reviews for this have said they avoided it because they were like, why? That's, come on, that's direct-to-DVD um, quality, and they checked it on DVD, and they are like, I willingly passed up a theater experience with this movie. I'm a bad person, (laughs) direct quotes. Don't fact check me. Don't look, don't check. Um, Um, But So just, I mean, it's probably on Netflix or something. The first one, check it out because you might be shooting yourself in the foot because of an arbitrary choice ultimately.
1: Yeah, I would say that this movie would probably benefit from, uh, and this is probably one of those rare cases that I think this movie would benefit from seeing it on like a large TV versus mm. a very large screen just because it is so busy so fast. I would say go see it in theaters. It's an, it's an amazing, it's it's a really, really good movie. And it's, and it's going to be, I think it's, I think it's, we're on the same page. And I think I kind of have an idea of where this is going to go on our tier list. But if you don't see this in theater, but check out the first one and then you'll if you like that one, you'll love the second one. I recommend seeing it on a smaller TV. Not a smaller TV, a big T V smaller area because some some of those scenes get pretty busy pretty quick. So all right. Uh it's probably one of those rare cases. Yeah. Every other movie in the in the history of forever, including ones that are coming up like Oppenheimer, I go see in theaters. But <laughs> this one I would I would understand if you didn't.
0: You know I, I would say definitely, I, I've not been hot on Nolan lately. Definitely see Oppenheimer in theaters because he's been meaning to make this movie for forever. So, with it actually gestating in his brain and having an idea before he decided to name his protagonist, protagonist, and not give the motivations, and blah, 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 uh, <laughs> I think it's actually going to be great. Uh, and to add on to what you said, this is one of those interesting situations where I think across the Spider-Verse, Needs to be seen on the big screen, but also needs to be seen on a screen that you can pause <laughs> 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 because there are some there's one part that they uh, joked about in the um, real blend podcast The the uh, not the directors Lord and Miller, who co-wrote the script and have produced both of the films. Um, they joke that there's one part which they made literally because Cause you needed to pause to get everything, uh, and we'll get into that in the spoilers. Oh,
1: I, I have a pretty good idea of where we're talking about. Okay,
0: yeah, it's not subtle. If you've already seen it, you know what I am talking about. But no more mad Jimmer Jammers, uh, and I'm sorry for cutting off uh, Doctor Brad Octavius's Jimmer Jammers. I know you, everyone. Everyone's here for Brad. Let's just be real. <laughs> um, uh, but let's start the tier list. Brad where would you put uh Sam Raimi's Spider-Man
1: um I would I would probably put this somewhere in the middle for me um I I would say it's a good overall movie um it's not one of my favorite movies um I think there are other Sam Raimi movies that are a little bit better um I do like um I think this is the one with Green Goblin if I remember right I, I do mm-hmm. like um William Defoe. I would probably put it. Mm, I'm going to say like B minus, like um, edible, like edible minus E. Gotcha. So we can kind of even out our scores a little bit.
0: All right. So I haven't watched this movie in a while, but um, anyone who watches kind of funnies in review, uh, I've been watching their Spider Man uh, in reviews, and I was shocked. Let me put it this way right before across the spider verse, uh, because I've been watching their episodes so much, but I haven't seen nearly enough. Uh, I decided to watch their into the spider verse one and then their rewatch just the day before and TLDR, if you haven't checked them out, but at the end they do a ranking, they don't do a tier list, but they just say one, two, three, four, five. Is this better than this? Is this better than this? And, um, at that point both the amazing spider-man films were above all the raimi spider-man films and by the time we got to the ranking i was like oh! Oh! <laughs> not only that i think this is actually an unforgivable crime the amazing spider-man 2 was above the amazing spider-man 1 <laughs> to which i was really like oh <laughs> what madness has happened? So uh, at this point, I don't think I've finished the amazing Spider-Man two. their review of that. But as I was going through their Raimi Spider-Man films, they were explaining why they ranked them so poorly. And since then, I haven't had the chance to rewatch the first two Raimi Spider-Man films. I don't need to rewatch the third one. (laughs) We all all know why, Uh, but I was like, Hearing their arguments I was like, okay, I can see that, but I don't know if I'll really agree with it when I go back. And that was a very, 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 very long winded way to say that I thought I was going to be the Debbie downer of the ring. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I was going to come in and you were going to be like, A, hey, S, S fuck the third one. <laughs> um, so I, I think I agree. I, I don't know if it's a B minus for me, but no matter where I was going to go, I was going to go like a B, maybe a B plus we're going to end up back here. Um, the reason I don't know, because for anyone who watched the fast X tier list, the we're not doing using these rankings holistically, you know, yeah, th-
1: these are within the Spider-Man universe. So we will have at least one S tier movie. Um, Mm. maybe not, maybe not every tier list, but in most tier lists, we're probably gonna have at least one S tier movie. Uh, we probably won't have an F tier because F tier is kind of reserved for those movies that like basically shouldn't have ever been made. Yeah, we may, we may have it in this one. We may not. I'm not hundred percent sure. We'll see.
0: And you know, if, if we were doing this with only the, um, Sony spider verse movies like venom, uh, none of the movies would become s tier
1: yeah <laughs> we're yeah. not going to force that we're not going to force one but yeah um in, in this universe um we there would be s tier movies but that wouldn't translate over to s tier outside of these movies not not if we all put it on like a global yeah if we didn't put it on like a global scale yeah like every movie
0: because i could see an argument especially since we're holding back telling you about our feelings about across spider-verse i could see a really good argument for into the spider-verse being s tier and i might actually make that argument so sometimes it's both <laughs> yeah. Yeah. uh for like the fast one i would not, no, would not uh, holistically it. say that fast and furious six or furious six is s tier um So that that's kind of what we're working with in In, terms in
1: in pretty much any ranking besides just ranking the past various movies.
0: Yeah. Um, So I'm saying all that to say, I actually may remembering that I may have to argue that the first Raimi is an a, you know what? I'm going to go a minus or B plus either way. It'll average out to this just to not to get in my head too much, but
1: yeah, yeah it's really it's, a, it's a solid movie i remember it very fondly growing up i watched it probably within the last two years um uh, maybe it might have been a little longer than that it may have been right before 2020 um which feels like only a year or two ago which is three years ago now thanks feeling old um so i do look on a movie fondly i just don't think I don't think it's a fantastic movie. I think it's a good solid movie and I think it really helped set off that franchise to, um, more of the, um, live action movies. That's going to be coming down the line.
0: Yeah. I think this is a really good film that, and the negatives all came with time. Like at the time, what they were limited with. Let's say the, uh, the easy one is the green goblin Power Ranger suit. That was great for the time. And as a kid, I'm not like, why can't I see Willem Dafoe's face? But, <laughs> but as I grow older, I'm like, oh, yeah, if there could have been some way to keep the script the same, but get more of the, I guess, no way home kind of goblin. Mmm. <sighs> missed opportunity um the state fair where they where uh, norman this is actually a negative on the script level because it never comes back but when norman turns the uh the board members into skeletons and spider-man does the hopping to him that cgi looks so weird <laughs> you know uh the chemistry of toby mcguire and kirsten Dunst. they're great actors and they have moments where they really shine like even now i can remember peter i don't remember if it's spider-man one or two when he's talking to uh uh mary jane and telling her i think it's spider-man one telling her about the performance in sixth grade that moved him so much Woo! yes sir like i'm here for it but the second they kiss at the end of spider-man 2 i'm like yikes nope didn't work fake (laughs) no no chemistry um so and also the fact that everyone looks 35 um the age of the teacher and the kids he's scolding is like four years difference (laughs) These are all products of the time. That as time went on, it's like, ah, oh, come on! <laughs> <laughs> like, why didn't you just do be normal back then? Um, but you know, you can't go. You can't ignore Sam Raimi's just deft touch. There, there was a video essay that talked about when Goblin killed himself on accident, and. It showed the kill and you're like, oh yeah, that's a normal kill. And then it showed the actual scene and there's just these, in this scene in particular, you see the glider going to him and like the the knives or whatever are almost to his stomach and then it just cuts to a close-up where he just goes, oh, and then you you see him hit. And it's just this tiny little, tiny little half a second thing that I never would have thought of. Most people never would have thought of, but Sam Raimi just added that little bit more magic to the moment. Um, So I think it was a really good start with an amazing performance from Willem Dafoe. Oh my gosh. Even when he's doing the corniest stuff, like Aunt May was doing (laughs) her prayer and he's like outside listening, like, as lay me down to, to sleep or whatever and he's just like boom finish it finish it <laughs> like it's it could have been so bad it's good but for me william defoe just mm, walked that line and sam raimi with him perfectly for me
1: and, and william defoe plays that role so well and that style of roles that he's done kind of throughout his career that like bad, that like good, bad guy, but ends up being bad at the end. He walks that line very, very well Mm. as an actor and chef's kiss to him. Yeah. Yeah. And,
0: ah, it, it was very good with, oh, and of course, you know, JK Simmons, Elizabeth Banks, even, uh, in a small, that every time I hear someone revisit it, they're like, I didn't know Elizabeth Banks was in this film because (laughs) but they were just doing what actually I think this might be what, uh, where Nolan got the, no, he got it from Superman. They were doing the Richard Donner Superman where they got a, I think relatively unknown actor at the time. I'm not sure, but then just put really talented people all around him in every role. It's not an exactly the same metaphor because, um, in the, Batman Begins. They put like Oscar worthy talent every, uh, and but here I think it still technically applies because the talent is so rich, um, and then also the fact that Aunt May and Uncle Ben it it, it's it's possible, but the fact that they're a hundred years old (laughs) when thirty five year old, but really supposed to be seventeen year old Peter (laughs) is in their stead great actor and actress with time. We're like, that's a little weird.
1: Yeah. Didn't age. Didn't age as well.
0: Yeah. I'm sure when Marissa Tomei was announced, everyone was like, what you just trying to sexify me. And then they're like, oh no, this is just normal. We, we, why were we okay with this? <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, I think they- that was a lot to say. I think B is the right spot and I'm glad I'm not the Debbie. That I thought I was gonna be. <laughs> all righty, uh, Let me get rid of this stuff at the bottom. Uh, just to what the, heck? all right. I don't know what's going on. Oh wait, there we go. All right. Spider-Man two. And I don't even know if this is a poster, but it was so cringe. I had to add it. <laughs> um, no, I don't, I don't
1: think that's the, I don't think that's the original photo. I, I want to say it's like Spider-Man, like jumping, shooting, s- shooting webs out front or something like that. Yeah, I think there, on a, like standard Marvel, they have everybody else shadowed behind them.
0: Yeah, there's a couple that are definitely real. Uh, I think this was like CGI to kind of look like the Venom one, I guess. But uh, it just looks uh, it does the, and yeah, weird.
1: It does look <laughs> a lot like the Venom one.
0: If you're on the YouTube app, you can pitch in and see how weird it is his face looks so i couldn't resist uh sir where are you putting this
1: um this one for me probably b minus c plus it's behind um spider-man one for sure for me um yeah i mean it was it was fine but i didn't like dr octavius's the acting in that movie um i like the character himself but i didn't like his acting i felt he's very bland and he didn't didn't feel as hyped um uh, right, before I'll, you,
0: I'll, before you piss people, more people off, where do you want me to put
1: it? <laughs> uh, drop Go it, on. drop it in the edible, drop it in the B, but behind Spider-Man one. Okay. Keep going. Oh, <laughs> Keep, yeah. Rip off um, another
0: bandaid.
1: <laughs> yeah. So just, I don't know. It just didn't, didn't, it wasn't as hyped as the first one. The first one, yeah. William Defoe, Defoe flying around doing cool stuff, throwing out his goblin grenades and stuff like this. Dr. Ock just kind of felt like very monotoned and very robotic. Yes. pun Unintended. Um, it just didn't, it didn't feel as, it didn't feel as fun as a movie.
0: Really? Wow. I am honestly shocked. I've literally like, besides the interview guys, I think you're the first person to say they didn't like this movie. You're, you're definitely the first person I think who's who I've ever heard say they liked it less than the first one okay um yeah. okay so a tease for the future but we're going to be doing this series with the mission and Impos- the first four mission impossible movies called reviewathon it'll be on twitch then it'll be on youtube and spotify um and everywhere else that you listen to your podcasts please like <laughs> like it if you're on youtube and rate it if you're on audio or spotify uh because i always forget to say that but um I was really considering, I was like, "Do I, after we're done, do I want to suggest doing the Spider-Man films? Because the next few are just like Craven and uh, uh, all the other villains that most people don't know the names of. <laughs> I was like, would that even be worth our time? But now, oh my gosh. I, I just want an excuse for us to rewatch that movie and then get Brad's thoughts. Because while you were saying that, I was just thinking about the dinner scene with Dr. Octavius. And it, that's actually really funny that you chose that name. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Thanks. Uh, what like Alfred Molina with his wife talk Peter about, uh, Peter's struggle. Don't know what happened.
1: Well, that's all right. Give me time to watch the Spider-Man 2 trailer. Nice. All right. find,
2: find Spider-Man. Peel the flesh off his skin. Jesus. I
0: didn't expect you to make fun of it. <laughs> <laughs> or to or to mock it.
1: I'm, yeah, <laughs> I'm just watching the trailer. So, I mean... <laughs>
0: All right, internet went out, so let me just pick up where I was leaving off. But I'm thinking of like the dinner scene where he's talking to Peter and Peter struggles with MJ, and he's talking about uh, we met in college. And I was trying to, uh, and I haven't seen this movie in years, uh, but I was trying to explain like quantum physics or something, and she was trying to explain uh, some poet. I forget the name of. I still don't understand what that man was saying, but feed her poetry. And then uh, Peter just getting knocked down at the party and trying to like read poetry to her. And she's like, what the fuck? You- I'm trying to have a human conversation with you, man. Um, I, rem- like, I remember ooh, uh, when he takes May and uh, Spider-Man is trying to get her back. And then he drops her and goes, Butterfingers. <laughs> and, and of course, we've all heard... The power of the sun. God damn it. What the fuck? Is- oh God. I thought you went away. I was
1: No, kidding. you, you, you blocked there for a second.
0: I did. I saw that. All right. I'm going to leave that in. Uh, if anyone actually, if the recording caught me swearing, um, but like e- even how he's, you know, tough, but fair on Peter. He's like smart, but lazy. And I don't know. I just, I I wasn't expecting Alfred Molina's uh, acting to come off as wooden. Um, how many, how, how many times have you seen Spider-Man
1: two? Probably two, maybe three times.
0: Okay. Oh, also I remember hearing, I don't remember if it was on the commentary track or not, but like, of course the train scene that like just, Oh, really captured Spider-Man action, at least compared to the first film. And I remember Sam Raimi. Do you remember the moment where Spider-Man gets knocked off and he like webs and kind of slides on the ground between traffic before uh going back up?
1: Thrust- thrusting himself, hip thrusting.
0: <laughs> he well he does. He he does that <laughs> and then he I could literally see the shot in my head he he is swerving between traffic on two spider lines or whatever. Uh, And then he pulls himself up and like runs up a corner of a smaller building. And when he gets to the top, he jumps towards the train. Anyway, like Sam Raimi had to fight to let him get dragged on the ground for a little bit because the studio was afraid that Spider-Man would seem like weak or some stupid shit. Oh man, I'm moving this. You know what? Let me think in this list. Uh, I want to make sure I'm not just trying to shoot for the average because I'm tempted to put it here. But with that. I mean,
1: I, I I would be okay if this, if this slid either before Spider-Man one, or if it slid to like that a minus B plus range and we put it to a, I wouldn't be opposed to it. I know I'm not the biggest fan of it, mostly because I think. Um, was Alfred Molina? Yeah, I just don't like his acting in this movie. Um, okay. His son, I like. Um, his son? Yeah. Oh,
0: you t- you talking about uh, uh uh the goblin son?
1: Oh yeah, the goblin son. Yeah. I I think he's I think he's fine. He's pretty hyped in this movie. Um, so I I wouldn't be opposed. I just my biggest thing is I just think that um, Alfred Molina just kind of was very monotone bricked in this movie and it just didn't hype me up there was a lot of good scenes a lot of good spider-man scenes but as a villain for me i just didn't like it so
0: all right i'm gonna talk through some of my other things because what what i'm saying is i i don't want to say it's s tier just to get it to a tier you know yeah um but then there's so many things that I love. Like they asked Kirsten Dunst if she would rather have a good boyfriend or a bad boyfriend. And she said, I don't want to be saved, which made it so much more difficult, that whole situation. Because dude's not a bad guy. He's not even like, e- even when he gets stood up at the altar, he's not like, God damn it. <laughs> like the f- the funny reaction we get is... Uh, uh, J Jonah Jameson leaning to his wife and be like, "I, I don't remember who uh, call Barbara, the caterer. Tell her not to open the caviar." <laughs> <laughs> you know, he's he's a nice guy. He's not doing anything wrong, and we get uh. uh w- I loved the sequence where he lost his powers, where he started having to wrestle with that. We got a we got a Joe McHale cameo before he got his plugs in and his uh got cast in community. Um
1: he oh, had that's funny. I don't I I forgot that. That's funny.
0: Peter admits that he's the reason Uncle Ben died and there's actual like tension between him and Aunt May. She doesn't just immediately forgive her like uh You know no no offense to it especially some wearing the shirt and the tattoo but not like a ted lasso where she just buries the emotions and forgives before she can process it um his whole time the uh uh, uh, raindrops keep falling on my head like that whole sequence and him him being chided by dr connor's like then be here peter i i i really gotta watch it again with a more critical eye, because I don't know if these are just a thousand beautiful moments that I remember, but it's a bad hole, you know? Because <laughs> um, I, I, I'll i say one thing that, of course, is a negative. Everybody knows it. It was cool, but when you give it three seconds of thought, you're like, what the fuck? When um, Mary Jane is like trying to talk to Peter, and he's decided he's going to be Spider-Man again,
1: And she's already decided to be, or she's already getting married or whatever.
0: Well, uh, no, not, not already all the way at the end when they're at the diner and she's like, Hey, you, you talked to me and I was thinking about it. And I do, she's basically saying, I do want to give us a chance. He's like, and he had just decided he was going to go back to Spider-Man. He's like, Ooh, I really led you you on. Uh, (laughs) Sorry about that. And she's like, just kiss me once. Just one kiss and if there's nothing then fine and he's he you know she 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 pushed a little bit but he's consenting and she's leaning across the table and then woo, that spider sense which is great uh, by the way i didn't mention how cool the spider sense was in the first one but the spitball kind of gross but so cool um <laughs> but he goes woo, and then there's a whole fucking car being thrown <laughs> like if Dr. Octavius didn't know that Peter was Spider-Man. Then that is brain dead. He's like, Peter's the only person on earth who can get me Spider-Man. How do I, how do I get him to tell me throw a card directly at his head behind him, (laughs) kill him, and then get, find out where Spider-Man is. That's yeah, there are negatives like that, but I am going to. I think if I was being honest without knowing how, how evil you are. No, I'm just kidding.
1: <laughs> heartless. Definitely heartless.
0: Yeah. I wanted to go something like, no, that felt too mean for me to call you heartless. Um, I think if I'm being honest, I would say in the context of this, not holistically, I would go a plus. So I, because there' no shot this compared to spider verse no way home, no shot that I'm going to put it S tier with them um, for myself, but okay. So was yours B minus.
1: Yeah. I mean, B B minus. I mean, that's fine. I I would be okay with a tier. I'm not, I'm not going to fight that one.
0: All right. If it's B, if I,
1: if I had a a stronger feeling um, that I would fight you on it, but I, I don't have that strong of feeling. So I would, I would be okay. If we average that to like an A minus A.
0: Yeah, we'll say it's an A- just for any future films that get into the A- tier. All right. So uh, let me just guess where you're going to put this. Uh,
1: Boom. <laughs> all
0: right, uh, Sandman,
1: Sandman, favorite villain of all time.
0: Fun fact, the actor who played Sandman, he does not speak through his mouth. He speaks through his whole head. Not kidding. This isn't a joke. This isn't a bit. So when you're hearing him talk at this volume, he's screaming that I'm not still not unless he was joking on a talk show. So so when you hear him scream while he's acting, he's blowing a fucking blood vessel. Just a Um, fun fact. (laughs) How does that change your score?
1: it doesn't um
0: (laughs) good i I appreciate your integrity
1: um i'm probably going with this is for me i've probably seen this movie once maybe twice um so i don't have a super strong feeling of it i didn't like it i wouldn't pick it up but probably i'd probably watch it again if i was doing a complete rewatch of the three but if it if i wasn't then i probably wouldn't watch it again um some of the CGI stuff was cool with Sandman. Um, D plus C minus somewhere in that kind of area. Okay. Um, I, I I have no ambition to watch this at watch this again, any any future time.
0: Yeah. This one was an interesting experience. I think it was actually a lot like my experience watching Pirates of Caribbean two, which will be relevant later. Um, not telling you why <laughs> you're going to be so confused. I'm uh, confused, but it was, I think it was like that because the first time I watched it, I was like, Ooh! whoa, boy. Yeah. Did you see him go through that rubble and catch Gwen? What the fuck is that? That's so cool. Um, and then I watched it again, like a day or two later in a packed crowd. And I was like, why is everyone cheering? <laughs> so it like i same thing with pirates too i had a fun time with like the kraken and all that and then by the second time i was like this isn't that great i am uh, yeah so i'm actually perfectly fine with d because i think there are good things in here but like oh man you're searching
1: yeah uh, I'm, I'm glad that they replaced eddie brock um from Topher, I'm looking at the Wikipedia because I could not remember this movie. Um, from Topher Grace to um Hardy, Tom Hardy, Tom Hardy,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. I, so of course, I think most people know that Avi Arad really fucked this movie. Like, he, like every time he uh, he uh, an amazing Spider Man movie is bad, you're like, who fucked it? Avia with the side of Amy Pascal, um, like so, we all we all know that Sam Raimi just wanted to do Sandman and New Goblin, I guess for this one, and finish that out, and then for the fourth one, he was thinking Vulture and Black Cat, um, and then Avi Arad, always the. Analytics guy, always the algorithm guy. It was like fans love venom. We need venom. Do venom. And it really fucked it. And honestly, I don't know if the third one would have been good because Aviarod didn't force the memory loss thing. Um Avirod like if Avirod didn't force uh Venom, I don't know what the third act is, because <laughs> Sandman was, hes with Venom, he's not fully uh, um, understandable or fully sympathetic because he goes from, I need to get this money to pay for this stuff, which, by the way, how do you steal money? And then suddenly the doctor's like, oh yeah, you suddenly have (laughs) $200,000? No questions asked, bro. (laughs) Um, But then by the end, he's like, he has stopped me from stealing some bills. Let's kill him. (laughs) Let's steal. Let's kidnap a woman, uh, and threaten her so we can kill the man. And I'll still be able to look at my daughter's eyes at night. Um, and then also, you know, stuff like I know the CGI was progressing. So we got some interesting, uh, locations like the alleyway that has a thousand, uh, Uh, air conditioners for (laughs) for new goblin to smack his head into the train system that just looks like a spider web turned into train lines (laughs) like 30 different levels all of them to fight and just oh i got hit by one train look at me go down a hundred feet to another train line that's somehow here underground um so <laughs> Although then, then again, maybe Sam Raimi was just like, "I don't want to do this. Fuck it. Let's just have some weird fun."
1: <laughs> so, um, some some other fun facts about this movie. This is the highest grossing film, um, until Far From Home. Oh, uh, uh, highest grossing Spider Man film. Spider Man film gotcha. until Far From Home of the series. Sorry, and then, um, before this movie, they had a fourth, fifth, and sixth, and a Venom spinoff already planned out. And then they canceled it with this movie.
0: <laughs> I bet that was some obvious rod bullshit. Like how before TASM two, they were like, we're doing a sinister six. We're doing a black cat and silver sable. We're doing uh, an amazing Spider-Man three. And then they were like, Ooh, but people didn't like this though. <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> like, well, apparently people did like it in theater in theaters because um, it did make almost a billion dollars in, in 2007, hmm. um, 895 million. But um I think a lot of people like venom in the comic books and like the tv show and stuff like that because he was a very dark and sinister character where in in this movie and then venoms he doesn't he's not as dark um he's it's just, just not, creepy it, yeah just weird it's just kind of like flat yeah. it's kind of like it's like the pg version of it and you're like well but this isn't the character yes i know he bites bites one guy's head off okay cool but like in the comic book that's happens all the time in the the tv shows and stuff like that he's a lot darker and a lot cooler um very like if you want to compare it to somebody else like um punisher very that that style but then when you kind of pg him out for a movie it's just kind of like it's not really the same character
0: yeah and i get what sam Raimi was going for he said that he wanted to get topher grace so that he could introduce a villain that's kind of a mirror to peter but this movie was not worth tanking the last season of that seventh show (laughs) let me just put it that way um it and then you know the choices i i get where all the origins of them come but he's like hello captain stacy captain gwen stacy i am engaged to your daughter we had coffee ha (laughs) nice to meet you uh, and she's like what the fuck is wrong
1: with you and I don't know it's- C- Captain Gwen Stacy <laughs> <laughs>
0: anyway, I wanted
1: to <laughs> okay I was like I almost,
0: I, mean- I almost did that I caught myself that I was like you yeah. I'm making a choice now. <laughs> um, and like Bryce Dallas Howard is an amazing talent. And I loved the de- the small moment where like Peter was clearly using her to be a dick towards MJ. And when she f- realizes she apologizes to MJ, like that's some fucking feminism way ahead of its time, <laughs> like to be perfectly honest, to have that in a, what a 2008 movie. I think to have a 7, yeah, 2007 to have a woman recognize she's being used by a dick and then apologize to the other woman who is being wronged instead of start a cat fight. Holy shit. And for a man to be writing and, and a man to be directing. And somehow we got there like, good job team. <laughs> you know what? S tier. <laughs> we did it, boys! We did it. Um, we beat feminism, or er, no, no, no. We didn't beat feminism. We beat sexism. Um, yeah, I agree to have it as the D tier.
1: Uh, and the worst part is, it's probably not even the lowest movie on this list. <laughs>
0: Yeah, there's one other special one, which uh, I've already alluded to, talking about kind of funny, <laughs> but uh, we'll get to there. All right, so now... So actually, now we wait,
1: we wait five... Okay, go ahead, because I'm, I'm moving I, to the next one.
0: I just want to throw this out there, because I don't want to get too close, and then it be obvious, but one of the upcoming movies, and by the way, none of these movies that we have on the tier list made me cry. One of the upcoming movies made me cry four times so feel free to put your guess down below i think brad might already know that's why i said put your guest down below but if brad you if i haven't told you and you can guess it uh please do otherwise i'll say it i'll reveal it when i reveal that surprise movie that we're gonna add but uh did, did i already tell you no okay all right so the next one it, yep. But is the Amazing Spider Man? I'm just going to drop this here so I can scroll back up. But uh, also, please remind me to reveal which one I cried for because <laughs> there's a good chance I'll forget. Uh, where would you put The Amazing Spider Man?
1: So we went from 2007 to 2012. Mm-hmm. Um, we went from Tobey Maguire to probably my favorite Spider Man. I mean, I, I think Tom Holland is good. Um, I just like his portrayal of Spider-Man um, as Andrew Garfield, but I also like Andrew Garfield as an actor. Other-
0: ah, Sorry. Sorry. I was trying to multitask. <laughs>
2: <You're right. laughs> I was
0: um, listening until I heard my own voice and then my narcissism took over. No,
1: I, I went into panic mode. Please repeat yourself. <laughs> um, the... Lizard, and this is this is a movie I've probably only seen twice, maybe three times. Um, huh. and I need to get back to it, and I was meaning to buy the packs that came out the three the three pack and the two pack because I, I need to rewatch all these movies.
0: Ooh, two things really quick. One, uh, I didn't realize. Did you rewatch all the Fast and Furious movies and then before the last tier list? No. Okay, I'm only. No, saying but I, that but I had
1: see- I had rewatched all the movies post 2020 Bef- so before nine i watched all the movies
0: okay because when i was planning this brand was like i don't know if i have enough time to rewatch them all i was like what <laughs> so i wanted to ask just so he could throw like get some pats on the back if he did that first i was like please oh. don't i'm not." <laughs> um and then uh, what is it? I forgot to mention during three, I didn't realize until there was a sale on everything that I actually decided not to buy Spider-Man three. I just <laughs> finally bought it for four ninety nine on digital because I was like, well, you know, if we do the, uh, review a thon, which is kind of a discount in review, <laughs> I'll just admit before we do it. Um, I should have it. And it's not going to be on sale when I want it, when we want to do it. So, yeah. it um, but sorry, cause um,
1: uh, let's see. Andrew Garfield, uh, amazing actor, uh, Emma stone as, uh, Gwen Stacy. Fantastic. Um, this movie also has a ton of other big name actors and actresses in it. Um, Dennis Leary, um, well, Martin Sheen, um, Ifer Khan. Right? No. How, how do you pronounce his first Ir- name?
0: Irfan. Is Irfan? it I I R F A N? Uh-huh. Yes.
1: Yes. Um, fantastic. Um, for me, this is probably like an A minus tier. For me, I would definitely put it in front of Spider Man 2, But that's my personal opinion. That's um,
0: right. You put it till uh, till uh, unless I change
1: them. Yeah. So I I'd probably put it there. I like Lizard. Um he's not the strongest of villains. They probably pr- should have picked a, a stronger villain to restart the franchise as the amazing Spider Man. Um but they already used Green Goblin, they'd already used um Dr. Octavius. So they kind of were kind of shoehorned in there and kind of gimped to start with. Um but so I think Lizard was a fine choice. Um but I but I enjoy that movie. That movie's the movie's fun for me.
0: This movie was a movie with so many exciting promises that it didn't deliver on (laughs) for me. Um, Well, I'm not going to go that hard on it. I'm starting there because you reminded me. uh, Well, one, I think I'm realizing that one of the flaws of this film, again, to Avi was that they were trying to copy the finales of like Marvel movies, like causing the whole lizard thing. And you see the police changing. The reason I'm mentioning that is because there was a leak early that, or it could have been a rumor if it turns out to be not true, but I haven't heard anything to the contrary. That said, they planned on having an action sequence where Spider-Man was going to fight all the police lizards. But like, You remember in the third act when Lizard's changing everyone and you, you actually see the police start changing. And then at the end, you
1: see them like heal from the thing that's shot everywhere. Yeah. The, the poison gas thing.
0: Yeah. So they were like, well, what if Spider-Man has to fight a bunch of those? And honestly, I thought that was a good idea. Like Um, if if you're, if you're going to do that and have people start changing, Then show us that it (laughs) that there's something like do it. Use that. You know, it's not a gas. That's just we kill everybody. If you got a bunch of extra lizards, have a couple sequences. I don't know. Have a sequence of just him webbing up all the cops who are lizards. Something.
1: Why not? Yeah. I mean, and I'm looking at this through um, retrospect. So obviously, I, I get the advantage of knowing everything that's happened up to this point. In the world. Yes. <laughs> but in in Spider Man 2, having Spider-Man fight the cop or not fight, but like have to fight lizard cops. That'd be tough just because he spends so much time defending even though he in most of these movies he's getting chased down by the captain of police, whoever it is, in depending on what movie you're watching. Um he gets chased down by him, but also befriends him at the same time. And a lot of times they're related to him or related to the, the girl that he likes. <laughs> I think that, I think it would have been tough. I think it would have been tough to, to do that. Um, because it would have felt more like him turning on his friends and turning on, turning on people that he's trying to, he's serving to protect, protect and serve. And, well, and, and I think it would make as a PR nightmare now in today in 2023 versus 2012. But I think that would make a PR nightmare. Now, if you were were to redo this movie and do that, so he's fighting the cops now, I I think it'd be tough.
0: All right. I get that viewpoint, but it would kind of just be expanding on the struggle between him and Connors because he comes to respect Dr. Kirk Connors. But then when he starts becoming the lizard, he has to wrestle with like, okay, I'm trying to save him, but he's trying to kill me. So how do I do this without having to kill him? It would just kind of, for me, at least it would be an extension of that. And, and also there's just, you know, they could have gone the scenario of, uh, like not making captain Stacy turn into a lizard, but just having a bunch of random police officers change into a lizard. And again, uh, Peter knows that they're not really bad people. It's the fact that they're turning into fucking lizards, it's kind of like a werewolf story, I guess. Um, except in this one, you can just spray juice on the werewolves and cure them.
1: Uh, yeah, I mean, <laughs> if if they started changing, or if they started changing the lizards and started coming after him, and then he kind of he gets the idea or whatever to for the for the the toxin or whatever to reverse it as long as he doesn't fight them, I would say I'd be okay. Like if they started like zombie apocalypse coming at him, um, then maybe, but if if he were to like, start web slinging all of them, I I think it would've been too much.
0: That's fair. I, I could see like, for me, I could see a situation, especially using the verticality of the buildings. Oh gosh. I've finally earned my grade school. Uh, Graduation certificate that I ever got. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but using the verticality of the buildings, I could see like him getting chased by the random liz- lizards and then having to like maybe fight them a little bit, but webbing them up on the sides of buildings, <laughs> kind of deal, or on roofs. And then just at the end, when you see everyone getting cured, like a couple guys are on the side of a building, like captain <laughs> can you help us down <laughs> um because i mean yeah, it's kind of like it, it's the excuse of they're not really cops you know at that point um but there were also smaller moments like the argument at the dinner table with between uh peter and Captain Stacy over Spider-Man when Spider-Man is just man hunting himself not, not himself, he as Spider-Man is just conducting a manhunt. He's not interested in actually helping people. He's interested in revenge and Captain Stacy points that out and you get this like kind of close up shot of him, of Peter, just kind of thinking. And then he goes and talks to Gwen and she's like, ugh why are you arguing with my dad? My dad is so embarrassing. We're teenagers. Woo. Um, (laughs) Like that moment even could have just needed a small, I remember even after the first or second watch, I think leaving, I was just like that moment needed Peter to whisper to himself. At least he's right. You know, just, just put a little, little extra, like put a pin in that moment. Not wait. That's not the right one. Just put a cherry on top of that cuz it is what he needed to hear so he can get his shit together um and of course they did the horrible let's use 500 words to say with great power comes great responsibility <laughs> they could they didn't even do the no way home thing which i thought was smart which is do the original one uh what was it with great power must also come great responsibility like that was the original original quote but I think it was really, not just because of the amazing name, but getting Mark Webb to direct this really gave just the, this magic little extra nuance. Even with the Flash, like at the end of the movie, when he, not near the end of the movie, earlier, when Flash goes up to him after Uncle Ben died and he pins him and Flash is like, sorry about your dad it 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 feels good right like basically abusing him picking on him and you're you get this moment of like holy shit Flash, the biggest dick hole of dick holes is not coming to rub it in like haha your uncle died (laughs) loser he's going to not only console him but then when he gets pinned up against the locker he's not reacting aggressively which as a knee-jerk reaction even with the flash or not the flash with flash would have been understandable he empathizes not only does he empathize with peter's anger he connects with it and tells us why he's such a big dickhole (laughs) which is that he has his own fucked up trauma that he's just taking out on other people like that was such a beautiful unexpected moment that i i wouldn't have thought of that but i think mark webb with his history of like 500 days of summer and just being character first really benefited i think they really needed to get him uh uh, an assistant director who could help with the action and also uh ban (laughs) (laughs) Aviarod. (laughs) I think Avi Arad on the red carpet for the the premiere, there was a clip of him with Mark Webb telling a reporter, yeah, every day I would come to him with a shot list and he'd throw it out, which is smart on Mark Webb's part, but so fucking weird on Avi Arad's part. Like, excuse me, sir, if you want to direct the film, you're the producer. Then just do it. convince the studio <laughs> like just fucking direct it it'll be hot garbage but at least they'll fire you after <laughs> um but if he you know if he f- hires another director fucking let that why are you hiring him if you don't trust him um but then there are the flip sides like Erfan Khan the guy you were talking about he was meant to be in the third act, there are deleted scenes of him figuring out uh, Lizard's plan at the same time as Peter, instead of doing that really fucking dumb, uh, this is the camera property of Peter Parker clued <laughs> on. <laughs> uh, he was supposed to continue on and then get killed by uh, the Lizard, but instead they just like retconned him out of the uh, bridge sequence where all the cars are hanging which is one more thing. Great scene, but if you go back to the trailers that had that moment of him saving the kid, the score in the trailers is chef's kiss. (sighs) When you watch the movie after seeing it with that amazing score, they don't have the same score. And you're like, this is not great. I mean, it's fine, but you showed me a much better (laughs) scored (laughs) version of this scene. And now I have to live with this one. Anyway, I'll stop uh, rambling on. <laughs> I saw it with the f- fun fact the first time I saw this movie was with Kevin Smith for his show Spoilers. Um, I figured out a way to get on four or five episodes. And uh, everyone flamed me because on one of those episodes, which I'm not on screen, uh, it was the same day that Stan Lee was there. And I essentially ended up in a room alone with Stan Lee and i chickened out <laughs> that's the that's the fact of it i logic to myself and be like he gets bothered all the time he wouldn't like that later learned he would have loved it <laughs> but i chickened out of my only chance not in the line not at the comic con i had like 5 minutes i could have been like man like Thank you. I don't know why I did this. Like, (laughs) hey, Stan, you're a real homie for getting (laughs) 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 Spider-Man. Because you were bored and saw a fly flying around your office. Uh, For anyone who doesn't know, when Stan Lee was trying to brainstorm, he saw a fly on the wall. He's like, oh, a superhero that sticks to walls. What can we do? Fly man, centipede man, Spider-Man. Oh, Spider Man! <laughs> it just had a good ring to it.
1: And didn't like because he wanted he wanted people to get over the the fear of spiders or something like that too. Wasn't that part of it? Uh, I
0: think I've heard I, that. I, I, don't,
1: I, I don't remember. I, I remember hearing something vaguely about it. I mean, I don't. I'm not a huge Spider Man buff. I don't. I haven't gone down that rabbit hole lately. <laughs> yeah. But I'll give
0: everyone an excuse to watch uh, Into the Spider Verse if for some reason you still have made the biggest mistake of your life and not done that. Um, The best quote about Spider-Man or superheroes in general that I've heard from Sam Lee is at the end of that movie. Right
2: before.
0: (laughs) I don't know what's happening. Of course it's today.
1: It, it just, it was just hilariously funny because <laughs> you're like, because you're, because you're t- the last thing I heard was um, you're going to make the quote from uh across the spider verse or whatever. And that was exactly what you cut off.
0: All right. Well, I don't remember the quote, but you need to watch it. It's the last thing before the proper credits. And by that, I mean like the scrolling ones that have less, less uh, art put into it i believe but um back to the amazing spider-man and also sally fields and uh martin sheen amazing aunt may and uncle ben great casting uh the chemistry between andrew garfield and emma stone of course we all know they were dating by then it shows um they did the Twilight thing, but right. <laughs> Never seen it. Couldn't artistic tell you. Side. Oh well, that'll be our first review with uh No I'm just kidding. Um hell no. <laughs> uh join the pay- join the membership if you want to make us do that. Uh, make
1: me watch what was it, um uh, breaking Dawn part two or whatever without.
0: Hmm yeah. Uh give a like or put a rating. Um so for me, hmm. This this really did a great job with those character moments. Even Crane Dad, like that, got me a little bit. Um, But it is very flawed. So for me, I think I'd put it at a B minus because there's so much promise, but in the ways that like we want, like the struggle with the villain, the villain's plot, the the actual action. it's just lacking enough to pull it down. I don't think it's a bad move. I don't think the sum of its parts makes a bad movie. I think it switches from being a good movie to a bad movie, <laughs> but uh, what was yours? Mine's B minus.
1: Uh, I think I put mine in an A. So B plus. So in front of Spider-Man one.
0: All right. Cause Spider-Man one was a B minus. Yeah. Okay. All right. I'm okay with that. All right. Now, just not not to hedge your or influence your score, but the movie that I was so aggravated we had to wait two weeks when the rest of the world saw it two weeks earlier than the U.S. that I did not torrent it. But then was made so angry that I, if I still had it, I would have taken my collectible bust of Spider Man 1, which is not unlike the Matrix one, which I don't know where it is right now. Uh, but if I still had it and an X didn't have it, I would have smashed. Um, where do you put this one?
1: <laughs> um, I've only seen this movie once, maybe twice, maybe at most twice. Um, I don't remember a whole lot about it. I do remember. Jamie Foxx as Electro. I do remember um, the the parts with Emma Stone and she yells at him. She yells at him while he's in spiders. While he's in the spider suit. Peter, when he's she he like spider spiders her to the car to the hood of the car. Um,
0: that was the first wait, no, no, sorry. I was going to say that was the first one because I wait, no. No, but it was the second one. You're, I was just laughing because I was like, "Wait, if that was the first one, that's, hilarious. <laughs> that's the only thing." He's really um,
1: so I'm I'm gonna naturally just throw it into the C tier with no feelings either way. I I, I really like Andrew Garfield as Spider Man. I really like Emma Stone as Gwen Stacy. Um, I do remember that this movie has to do with. The Green Goblin dying, and he needs Spider-Man's blood. Um, I know this. I know this movie is kind of all over the place. If I remember right, it's got like nine different villains, um, including Rhino. I think is at some point in time in this movie. At the beginning of this movie, I think. Uh, so I I remember bits and pieces of it, not enough to actually rank it. Really rank it. I'm just going to throw it in the C tier just because I have not seen it in a really long time seen it once and i just remember it being kind of chaotic
0: yeah so i'll mention this from the last film but the la because it pertains to one of one of the things we am going to talk about here but this is so the last film ended with a scene where peter got late to class and gwen's already there the teacher says late again mr parker he says
1: but doesn't, but doesn't she go to like oxford or something like that or is that this movie where she goes to college
0: she's going to in this movie but we don't see it oh, okay. um and i i don't remember if it was oxford i'm just uh but this is the one where she's going to college um and in that at the end of that film he says sorry it won't happen again i promise and she says promise uh don't make promises you can't keep Now, before I say the last line, I'm going to remind you that Captain Stacey, in one of the better moments, asked him to leave Gwen alone so that he wasn't risking her life. And on uh, Captain Stacey's dying breath, he promised not only that, but Gwen was smart enough. She came over. She said, you weren't at the funeral. Where were you? And then as she's going in the rain, she turns back and says, he made you promise to, to keep me safe.
1: how do you remember that?
0: And it's such a powerful fucking moment. And then in this scene, this final scene, when the teacher says, don't make promises, you can't keep. He leans into Gwen and says, but those are the best kind and they both smile, which left such a fucking horrible taste in my mouth because what they're really both smiling at is i did promise your dad i'd leave you alone and when i made that promise i consciously knew i'd break it and i thought what a delicious promise to make and they both smiled at it which was so fucking weird and gross and could have been avoided by saying sometimes i can't help myself (laughs) that's it that's the whole change you had to make and i'm gonna i'm just gonna jump to why it relates to this film because this film does the exactly the same thing there is in one of the most beautiful parts actually probably i'm just gonna say it's the most beautiful part of this film spider-man saves a kid being bullied in an alley Not only that, he walks the kid home. The kid's a little scientist. He's got a windmill thing. He talks to him. It's super sweet. At the end of the movie, when we have dumb Rhino being dumb Rhino in the middle of the street and dumb pedestrians watching, the mom of that kid brought him to watch dumb Rhino shoot machine guns at cops. So that's all stupid. I'm just getting that out of the way, especially the pedestrians. Um... But this kid, after, okay, and to set the scene, Gwen died, and it's been a year since Spider Man showed up. This kid dressed in a Spider Man suit, I'm getting emotional talking about this. He puts on his Spider Man mask and goes to stop the rhino. Look, look how it's affecting me just talking about this. What a beautiful fucking scene. And then the rhino starts mocking him. It's fine. And you just hear. And it's filmed so beautifully because you don't see them. You hear... And if my sound mixing that I do cuts that out, I just made thwipping noises. You just hear that. And then you hear, hey, Spider-Man. And Peter talks to the little kid and says, thank you. Thank you for stepping... Essentially, thank you for stepping up when I was gone. (laughs) And it's so beautiful and validating to this little kid whose mother is horrible <laughs> she's, she's awful but the, take this kid away from the mother because she brought him to a machine gun party but he goes away goes back to his mom and it's this beautiful touching moment where it's like holy shit spider man you're back And then he jumps up on a cop car, takes a megaphone and says, hey, hey, Rhino, what's up? What's up? What what do you want to do? He's like, come over here. Oh, so you could kill me? You want to kill me? He's like, yes. Okay. And he tosses the megaphone back. A random cop catches it. He's like, let's do this. Woo. And And it cuts out there. And I'm like, in both instances, you had this emotional, just raw emotion at the end of this messy movie and you could save the whole experience with this because it's so affecting in both movies and then they shit the bed right before credits that's i already made a video about that that that's the you don't need to watch that video now it's not shout out i just did the whole thing um that's the biggest crime. That that's why I probably would have that was the nail in the coffin that would have made me sm- record me myself smashing that bust to bits. It was a Spider-Man bust and a lizard bust. Um But then you also get stuff like Jamie Fox is so good. He's such a te- not in this film, let's be clear. I'm just setting this <laughs> <scene>. <laughs> He's so good. He's such a talent and then they just do the rhino thing of like yeah weird to a thousand just make him fucking weird which if the rest of the movie if the first movie in this movie was like that it could have worked but it, it, this isn't scott pilgrim <laughs> this is, you know he's got he's he has a psychopath's apartment um and it doesn't work
1: oh yeah he does have a psychopath apartment i do it right because he, he's got like the murder strings and everything everywhere Yeah. I do remember that.
0: And it, uh, it could have worked. There was a way to make that work. And then the opening sequence in particular, like people are like, oh, this is the Spider-Man. When I, when I see the suit, uh, the wind affecting the suit and he's swinging in. And then as soon as Spider-Man gets on the rhino's truck and just starts joking while we're still seeing people get pancaked, that's psychotic. (laughs) Whoever was like, yeah, but we need jokes someone else should have said, okay, then we need to take out the civilian deaths that are happening. While Spider-Man's having his lulls, because there's no world where Spider-Man would be prioritizing his own jokes over people's lives. Okay. I just realized that's nine 30 where Brad is. So I gotta oh, stop, no. stop going <laughs> We're okay. forever. Um, like th- the blood thing, even like, a thousand people have said this before but dude's 80 (laughs) like if his son's just getting the little the little eczema that he's gonna get he's got time he doesn't have to worry he doesn't need to freak out and be like oh my god spider Man, give me your blood because i'm gonna die next week all you had to add was oh i didn't get that until very late then it's like, oh shit, everything's wrong. Now it's better. all this. It's just, it's. So- and, then,
1: and then he, then he can't use, Sp- he he realizes he can't use Spider-Man blood for whatever reason too. Isn't that kind of a thing?
0: No, uh, Peter just refuses to give him the blood, which is fine. It's like the last time you saw this kid was, he was eight. You're coming back bec- to pay back. A beautiful thing that he did when you were a child when he when you lost your uncle ben like that's great but if he was going to show up and say no then don't show up just be like yeah spider-man's really scared about his secret identity coming out and to get his blood you're getting his dna so he's and i i know him a little because i take photos but we're really not tight like that. That's all you had to do. But so you get you're a fraud, Spider Man. Like he's like they make Dane DeHaan try to do a JJ Jonah or J Jonah Jameson impression. <laughs> what because he's mad that he wouldn't slice his wrist open. Right, I, uh, he wasn't asking that. Uh, but just because he wouldn't let him like grab a pint of blood, um, and and then him uh so the thing that happened was that he took the serum or whatever without peter's blood and because he didn't have peter's blood then it made him into a goblin it was just uh, there were so many ways to make this good and they just they were like hmm you know what we did on spider-man 3 how about we do this now and then junkie xl had this these weird ideas of like when they're in Times Square, which again, could have been a great sequence, but it was just riddled with stupid stuff like the people still on the steps for for five minutes watching an electric dude until it's time for them to be saved. All this stuff and I personally hated Spider-Man wasting time putting on a fireman's outfit and getting a hose. I get it's comic accurate. Some people love it. I'm, I don't want to poo-poo your fun time, but when I saw that, I'm just like, why? 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 Why did you waste time getting that fireman's hat? You just took someone's fireman's hat. Or took a prop that was meant for a kid. In, <laughs> in that case, why? Why did you need it? Um, it was just... There was so much promise. It was so bad. Even the moment when Spider-Man saved Max for the first time, if you go back and watch he saves him they do like a roll they move two feet and then you see like 30 feet higher than them a car fly so if you map it out in your head you're like oh that car was never gonna hit max spider-man just saved him so that he could be like hey what's your your name's max let me fake lick my hand and then wipe your head i don't know um yeah this is a fucking travesty it's a mess i think you're putting it as c because you haven't seen it i'm putting it in an f it's gonna end up at d (laughs) behind i don't remember what spider-man 3 was at if it was a d minus or something but uh someone can say even if with our average, it should have ended up here. If you don't mind, I'm putting it here.
1: (laughs) That's fine. I don't, I don't mind that. I don't remember this. I remember this movie being chaotic. I do remember Jamie Foxx in this movie, but I don't really remember the storyline beat the beats of the storyline to even accurately grade it. So,
0: yeah. And it's such a mess that like they teased black cat with Felicity Jones and then also took the, uh, the woman who is in, Fault of Our Star, Shailene Woodley filmed scenes of her as Mary Jane, and for whatever reason, maybe they were like, "Oh, we have a thousand too many storylines. What should we do? Let's cut out. Let's cut out. Let's cut out one." (laughs) (laughs) They cut out Mary Jane after having filmed it. This is this was, and I don't. I'm never going to blame Mark Webb. 'Cause again, we've known that Aviarod's fuckery existed before these movies. I wouldn't blame Mark Webb if he was halfway through he was just like ah, Fuck it, just do fuck it. Just do it. Just do it. Just do everything. Everything you want. Yep. Just do it. I guess I I don't want to come back for another one of these. Um Yeah, this is It's nine thirty six where Brad is. Let's let's cut his suffering short. (laughs) (laughs) Homecoming, where you put that?
1: Wait, Homecoming came out before Venom. Yes. Did it really?
0: Yes, because this is what. Yeah, I looked up the. I mean, fact check me uh, while I'm saying
1: this. Homecoming was 2017.
0: Yeah, so Venom came out a couple months before Into the Spider Verse and all this started happening. Uh, well, after they did the deal with the MCU, Amy Pascal, uh, Avi Arad, excused himself. Uh, let's pretend that he chose to. (laughs) Um, but after that, Amy Pascal started pushing all the developments and doing the, well, it's not in the MCU, but it's MCU adjacent, but it's in the MCU. And all those memes of Kevin Feige, just sitting there next to her, like, please stop saying that please stop saying that
1: yes uh homecoming was 2017 and um venom was
0: 2018 so yeah um so yeah where are you putting homecoming
1: um homecoming for me is probably like a b plus a minus tier um, I really liked uh, Michael Keaton. I really liked Tom Holland as Spider-Man. I really liked... Um, I forgot what his villain name was. Michael Keaton's villain name in this uh, movie.
0: Vulture. The original Vulture. villain for Spider-Man 4, Sam Raimi's.
1: Okay. Um, I really liked his, um, his... What's the word I'm looking for? His reasoning behind doing everything. It kind of goes off the deep end, which you kind of expect when you start making that kind of money. Um, But he was doing it for his family. So there was a reason behind it. They were cleaning up the mess from um, was it Infinity War or the first Avengers movie?
0: Yeah, the first Avengers.
1: Um, So they're cleaning up the scrap metal, um, get told by the government, keeps a little bit of it, um, needed to make money for his family, got that big contract. So he was super jacked. Um, So I understand his character development. I really liked his they added they really added um Spider-Man having the his best friends including um I forgot what they call her Michelle or whatever in this movie um before she, we find out that she's um
0: Michelle Jones. Uh, yeah. would you put it right here or right here?
1: Um it
0: might move when it's me. I just want to stop holding this
1: this mouse. <laughs> I, I don't know. Let me talk for another five more minutes while you hold that thing. Um. Totally,
0: totally <laughs> fair. After my yeah. two hours of talking, that's totally fair. <laughs> two hours, even though we've been recording for an hour and 26 minutes.
1: <laughs> with, with some mild technical difficulties throughout there, laced in there. Just a scooch. Um, so I'd, I'd probably put it as like A minus. We'll go A minus. I think this is a really solid film. I think that um, this is a lot of people, a lot of younger people's first foray into Spider-Man because I don't think a lot of them watch the 20, like the younger, younger people that are say 20 and less probably started here. Um,
0: We, we our collective store score was a minus for Spider-Man two, right? Yeah, I think so. All right. So would you put it below Spider-Man two or above Spider-Man two?
1: I mean I would probably put it above but I'm not opposed to putting it behind either. Okay. Um I like how they I like how this movie ties very well into the MCU. Um it was very intentional obviously where the other movies were very independent kind of on their own little blocks. Um this was very intentional that they did this movie and it was very intentional that they they I believe they wanted to get this out before Civil War. So that way there was a tie in with Civil War, but I think it came out after.
0: Uh, I don't know if they ever intended, well, Ed, hell, I'm sure Amy Pascal was like, okay, we signed it. Can we, it release tomorrow? <laughs> 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 um, but I, yeah, ultimately civil war came out first and I think it worked out well for this movie. I'm sure it got a bump.
1: I'm, uh, I'm sure it did. Um, I didn't see it in theaters. I saw it when it came out. Um, but I've seen this movie's probably, I have probably seen this movie second most behind uh far from home
0: oh nice out of all the spider-man movies on this or all the out
1: of all the of all this, all spider-man all the spider-man movies all right. think, yeah
0: yeah this is a movie where if you say some of the stuff on paper it could sound like Aviarod saying it but it worked. like oh wait all right who should our villain be okay well, someone just did bird. We got a Birdman as the villain. Someone just got a lot of Oscar praise for playing a Birdman. Let's get him, Michael Keaton.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that. I didn't. I didn't even. Didn't even put that together.
0: Right? Because I'm saying, from when I saw a uh, Birdman, <laughs> I didn't get it. <laughs> I thought it was overhyped. I think that movie at the time got a lot of mileage out of it being one take, but. I'm going to I'm using your one sentence to blanket statement claim that nobody talks about it anymore, which is a bad faith argument. But I don't I don't think that movie was as great as everyone said it was. And fun fact, the one of the leads of Crazy Ex-Girlfriend is in that movie for just a tiny little moment. Um, anyway, everyone should watch Crazy Ex-Girlfriend. Uh, <laughs> Then also stuff like, oh well, who should Spider Man's villain be? Let's make it an Iron Man villain. Technically, like let's retcon it to make it more of an Iron Man villain. Um, uh, what should we do? Who who should be a secondary villain? Oh well, remember that nerdy thing? Like people who are ultra nerds will remember Donald Glover. Like everyone wanted Donald Glover, Glover to be Spider Man. Let's have him in here as a minor, as a kind of minor villain. Um,
1: K- kind of. Yeah. He's
0: I. I let's he's put the shock, the tinkerer, the, you know, shocker too. If Avi Arad was producing this, it would have been a horrible mess. <laughs> like third time's the charm putting in multiple villains in one Spider-Man movie. I'll uh, just say Hell, there was even the rumor that came out that was like, the villain is the love interest's father. But all of us were so distracted with the fact that Zendaya was being cast as MJ and not being named Mary Jane. We forgot. Oh yeah, she's not the love interest. (laughs) She, uh, it was, oh, what was the character's name? Forgive me. They've only been in
1: one film. Uh, yeah, it was the blonde girl or whatever. Yeah not
0: the blonde girl that's Betty Brandt she comes later she dates Ned for the vacation but there is the taller girl who I think everyone just blanket would have been like oh her out of Peter's league." (laughs) you know the tall Uh, Liz Liz yes um so then we were all distracted with mj like mary jones okay no his name is tombs definitely um or not not mary jones michelle jones um that when it was revealed we're like (gasps) we knew this ahead of times we had the you know it was kind of like the rap uh something for fast x which i still won't say even though everyone should know by now um, it's like, they spoiled it and we're like, how dare you spoil it? And then we're watching it. was like, oh, they didn't spoil it.
1: <gasps> they did. <laughs> and it's still, well. She, she didn't go by MJ. She went by Michelle Watson um, uh, up until, up until she, the, towards the end of the movie. When they, when she said her, when she said her full name, Mary Jones, Watson or Michelle Jones, Watson, which then came MJ.
0: Okay. I might be remembering wrong, but I thought she revealed that her, she went by Michelle Jones in this one, and then at the end, she says, um, "But you can call me MJ, or but but my friends call me MJ." It's like, and she's like, "That's her way of being like, can you be my friend?" And then I think, like by the third one, they kind of retconned it and called her Michelle Jones Watson. Some I don't know, I don't know. There was weirdness around there, um, which I get. Like I don't mind it, but uh having a bmj but not mary jane was a little kevin feige said that it was a way to communicate that like wink wink future but we don't want to copy i don't know um but then yeah the there was a great video essay talking about how this movie was better than spider-man 2 because spider-man was an active protagonist And I'm sorry to do this to you if you really love Spider-Man 2. But if you go back to that movie, you see that nothing Peter does is ever a true choice. Like, when he stops being Spider-Man. Subconscious, yes, he doesn't want to be Spider-Man anymore. But he doesn't choose to walk away from the suit. He loses his powers and basically that's not a choice uh when he chooses to be spider-man again or go back uh it's even though we talked about he kind of was getting the sense that he was going to go back at that point it's uh do i i either go back as spider-man or live with the idea that the love of my life has been skinned alive not a real choice (laughs) um you know so he was a passive protagonist everything was happening to him and he was reacting here we get the best at at this point for my money the best scene in the mcu and i haven't thought about it since so i don't know if there's a better scene since but the scene of him going to the prom with tombs and tombs has figured it out he's put it together because he's not a fucking idiot (laughs) you know i'm just i don't know that there's any villains that i'd say are fucking idiots uh and i'm not gonna think about that for two seconds to figure out who is because i'm sure there is but like most movies will treat a villain like that of like oh peter was with us on that trip peter was here where spider-man was and they'll just be like oh that's funny did you get a picture of spider-man and they never they're like Wind, uh, wind right over their head, uh, that thing. But here he puts it together, and you get the that that they were at a stop sign, and when he figures out it's or a stoplight, it switches from red to green, and then he lets Michelle out, and he said, or not Michelle, Liz. And he says, "I'm gonna give him the talk," and then he takes out a fucking gun, and he's like, and he doesn't he doesn't go full villain. He goes. Hey, bud, I've been doing it. I know you know, and you know that I know. I have been doing this for my family. This is the last one. All you need to do is go inside, enjoy yourself. Don't enjoy yourself too much, (laughs) and we'll be good. And he lets him go. He doesn't try to kill him. He doesn't do some stupid shit. He just lets him go. He sees that he's a kid, he thinks because he's an adult, he's he's intimidated this kid into standing down. And by the way, I, I get why he'd think so. He threatened to kill him, kill everyone's family, if he just lets him do this non violent crime, which technically is nonviolent because he's not killing anyone in the process. But Spider Man, Peter, knows that if he lets him do this, There will be weapons on the street that will cause uh,
1: cause real hurt. With the alien technology that they're stealing.
0: Yep. Yeah. And he is in this impossible situation where the, the homecoming queen, let's say that's not a part of the movie, but like the, the it girl who's not even in his same grade. I don't think, I think she's in the grade above him. So not only is it the coolest girl, it's the coolest girl who's like, Dipping like with all the uh, politics that there was in my high school, like the idea of a freshman dating a sophomore. That's cool. You know, he has the opportunity to have in his adolescent mind, the best homecoming dance, possibly start dating this woman for the rest of his life. And her father has promised to give up the villain game after this next score. And he has to take the sacrifice and make the choice to have the less fulfilling life, let's say, or less, less cool life for a high schooler to do the right thing. Not only that, he doesn't have his cool Spidey suit because he fucked around and found out (laughs) he got that taken away. So he doesn't have all the cool gadgets to help him. Not only am I like, thinking about the, uh, the Washington, D.C. trip where all his friends are dying, and he has to find out how to get in there to, to uh, save them in time, plus the beautiful moments of the A.I. saying, kiss her, Peter, <laughs> and then he falls. Just
1: what a then get, beautiful- Then getting teased by uh, Tony Stark when he's trying to put the ship back together, uh, the boat back together.
0: Oh, yeah. And that, hell, Tony calls in, interrupts, tries to be the bigger man. And that's the only, like, tries to be a better version of his father. (laughs) Like, be better than his father and give validation. That's how he finds out that Peter's fucking around (laughs) and getting in business that he was told to stay off of. And then the adolescent thing of, like, you're told to stand down by an adult and thinking, no, I still know better in this Uh, I'm talking about the fact that Peter or Tony turned the FBI onto this whole situation. So if Peter in his adolescent ignorance didn't interfere, that might've actually gone a lot better than with him there. Just, uh, and somehow hearkening back to that train sequence in Spider-Man two, where he's webbing up the sides, but in a new way and making it feel fresh. You know what? I think you nailed it i I might go a plus, but I think right here is a perfect spot it 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 has a little bit of the flaw of not being as amazing as the action sequences in spider man one and especially two like there's no moment like when uh peters swinging through new york city and then like has to thread the needle with the with the truck and go in between the truck cab and the or the truck front and back i don't know what
1: the names are um cabin trailer yeah
0: yeah but you know that's part of the setting they wanted to have spider-man kind of struggle without having the new york buildings so that's cool um hell what i think robert Downey jr got paid 10 million dollars for what five days of work on this film. Um, So (sighs) I think I'm going to rewatch this tonight unless I pass out. Um, (laughs) So while I don't think it has the best action sequence of anything at this point, it's still at least in the films on screen. I would say that's the train sequence in Spider-Man 2, but damn, did they do it? They made multiple villains work, By just having a tier system, (laughs) I'm the boss. You're all working for me. What an elegant solution. (laughs) (laughs) We had two shockers in one movie, and we didn't think it was too much. By the way, everyone should watch Upgrade. That is played by the same guy who played Shocker 1 in this movie. It came out before Venom, which we're about to talk about, and it was a better Venom before Venom, and still is. Uh, you're not going to see him eat any lobsters live like Tom Hardy does. So I'm sorry that you missed out on that, but it's still a movie that you should check out. It is R rated though. Fair warning. Um, Anything else you want to say about this? Nope. Oh, and just to add one more thing that it's like pulling from past movies, uh, uh, Tom Holland and Zendaya, they got together and they're still together so they took uh andrew garfield and emma stone who unfortunately did break up uh and did it better i guess so i don't know it this movie's kind of magic i'm realizing it took all these old elements and yeah i'm joking about them dating in real life um that's not an element i'm actually counting in this they took it remixed it made it fresh and added new things and just ah uh, they killed it. And we had Donald Glover as the prowler uh, in an amazing scene where he's leaving. He's like, Hey, what about this? Webbing? Yeah, you're gonna, you're gonna take oh,
1: yeah. it'll off. Oh, come on. Like two hours or so. Yeah.
0: Wait, what? No, yeah. no, hey, no. Get back here. <laughs> I, I got ice cream in here. I got to see my nephew. was like, sorry, you did a crime. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm not mad at that. Like he did do crime. Let him suffer the, uh, suffer the melted ice cream. And it also started beautifully in the beginning where he goes and does puts the uh, the uh intimidation voice, voice. And he's like, Hey, who? hey you? He's like, why did you, what happened to your voice? Before. My voice. I know a girl's voice when I hear. one, <laughs> 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 And I, j- I just remembered the reason he helps him in the first place. Like Spider-Man gives up the voice and mm-hmm. is about to walk away. He's like, all right, this guy's not going to give any." give me anything he's like and then prowler tells him because uh peter interrupted like i think prowler was gonna get shot or was like getting in trouble or something in that yeah, situation it, it
1: the the gun deal was going going south yeah and-, and then there was a noise in the background and then they pulled the um vultures guys guns pulled on on daniel glover
0: yeah it's like what are you doing and he's like hey no and he like interrupted that that was a moment like I was talking about with the amazing spider-man and flash being nice to Peter that just it just added a little bit like you could have done that scene and just had him be like I'm gonna hurt you it's like okay then here but no it's literally because Peter has moral integrity that it pays off later he didn't do that so he could get something later he just did him and it paid off
1: yeah i love that just tom holland being tom holland
0: yeah and also finally we get a close to the same age (laughs) for me i know you said andrew garfield was your favorite for me it's tom holland it was tom holland after civil war if I'm being honest, and I said that at the time, um, I do love that Andrew Garfield gets the respect he deserves later on. Uh, cause he was, I mean, the way he talks about Sp- the amazing Spider-Man two, it, it was a soul crushing experience to him. Cause he knew how special Spider-Man was. And I'm sure he knew how flawed the first amazing Spider-Man was and not exactly Spider-Man. And then I imagine he just hoped they could get it right for the second one and then see the exact opposite happen. That must've been heartbreaking. So I'm glad he got the respect he deserved later on. But
1: I mean, Tom Holland, even, even him as not a character in a movie, he lands his jokes and quirkiness and everything perfectly. I mean, to like the, to like, where it's like cute almost. Um, So for him to play somebody like Spider-Man, who's got, who's got like a punny, funny side to him, and land those jokes in movie um, works out really well.
0: Yeah, and him so. and Ned, their chemistry is so good. Like even when he's figured out that he's Spider Man, which what a great way. <laughs> to to show like Peter was getting distracted seeing Liz. And he, so he didn't know that Ned was actually going to be at his house to finish the Death Star. And then he's, "What? I'm not spider. You were on the ceiling." <laughs> and then after that he's like, "Ooh, what if I got bit by a spider?" Could I get? No, I I don't want to get bit by a spider. It's like, "Ned, you idiot. You of course you should get bit by a spider for getting spider powers." And then Peter's just like, the spider's dead (laughs) 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 like the way they just wrap up and don't go through the whole Ben Parker thing which (sighs) look I get I've heard people say like far from home had Peter or uncle Ben's briefcase and then they blew up the briefcase I get I get how you can read that that's disrespectful to Ben but I don't, I don't think they intended to do that message. I think they intended to be like, Hey, we know you want uncle Ben. Well, while we might not get that, give you that we're going to give you a nice little Easter egg. Uh,
1: we're, well, it, it, it does symbolize, you know, that he died, that obviously that, um, Peter Parker does care for him. Um, that he's carrying, still carrying around that briefcase, but it's also, it's a nod to, to Ben, but then it's also kind of like, a um, we know he's dead, but here's happy instead. <laughs>
0: yeah. And also, I mean, even in this film, they reference it not, not directly, but he's like, you, you can't tell my mom, you know, how my, what she's gone through. Like it's happened. Uh, yeah, I, I think yeah. it would have been yeah. nice to have, uh, uh, my pitch was to have a picture of Kevin Feige as Uncle Ben. <laughs> Although, wait, now, this time saying it, I think that might be a little creepy to be like, hey, I hired you, uh, Marissa Tomei, so I'm going to make me your boyfriend. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> uh, but I, I would have chosen Kevin Feige because it would kind of be a, oh, there's an Uncle Ben. Oh, our uncle to the, to the MCU is Ben. Is our Uncle Bed. But um I think ultimately, even, yeah, we'll get to it. How it all shakes out, I think, is worth it. Anything else for homecoming? <laughs> no, I think I'm okay. All right. Next. Buh, 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 buh. I don't know why I'm going. Buh, buh, buh. I should go. Buh, 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 venom. Uh, and you'll roll through the streets like a turd. In the wind. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, I just want to tease everybody. If you've seen my reviews, like that shit's up my alley. <laughs> so who knows where my rating's gonna be? uh maybe S.
1: Uh, no, right.
0: <laughs> but Ben <laughs> or <laughs> Uncle Ben. Sorry, Brad
1: <laughs> um, the I think I would probably drop it right there on the c the joint tier um, I think it's a fun movie. I really like um Tom Hardy. I think he's an, a tremendous actor. I think he did a lot for this role um i don't we'll we'll get to this down the line, but the Carnage movie was terrible, but this movie wasn't as bad um hmm. I like this movie a little bit more him them setting up the character. I think they did a really good job setting up the character um, with the um, shop attendant and everything like that too. I think this movie overall was a lot of fun for me. Um, I don't remember it beat by beat. I know I've, I watched it once when it came out and then once again, before um, let there be carnage came out. Um, I know I've seen different parts of this movie, um, but I remember being very fun. I
0: I liked a lot of this movie. There's parts of it, like um when Venom's explaining why he got ousted from his planet. Of <laughs> out, he's like, "I was a pussy." <laughs> <laughs> like that's kind of interesting. I don't know that it's accurate to the comics, and I haven't read a lot of the comics. But that's an interesting dynamic. Um, I thought Tom Hardy really went for it I admired that he went for it. that lobster scene might not be my bag but that was cool um I think there's oh these there's a scene where he's in a skyscraper and Venom's like jump out the window and he's at the top and then you see him in the like get out of the elevator and Venom goes Pussy, or something <laughs> like that and then uh there's a whole SWAT team I don't know why the SWAT team was there but I like that sequence because for me, remember what I was saying about the first Amazing Spider-Man? That felt like, okay, we had all our storyboards from when Spider-Man was supposed to fight all those cops. Let's use them for Venom. Um, but I don't think there's much redeeming after that. When I finished the film, I literally said, that felt like a pilot to a CW superhero show. And I wouldn't mind watching nine more episodes. That's how it struck me. Cause there's so much weird stuff like, uh, Michelle, who, I forget her name. Her love interest was, was like, so wasted.
1: Uh, it was, uh, Michelle Williams, and uh, Ann who's in an, the W E Y I N G
0: who's an amazing actress. So wasted. Uh, cool that they showed uh, female Venom when she had it. But that was wasted. The guy who's a an, another amazing actor, him doing the they re, they like chose to do some random silver symbiote for the first one because they were saving Carnage. Obviously, don't uh, right. do a. Right, yeah. Don't do a symbiote. They, they were like, all right, we don't want to waste carnage, so let's choose a different color. All right. like Literally, they were like, that looks cool. I, I think the director was Ruben Fleischer, and the weirdest part of this is that the guys who wrote the script for the first Deadpool, uh, Weirnick and I forget, but they, they went on to write other films that you'd recognize. They, they wrote A Venom script, which apparently is out there. And it had this director attached. But when you look at the writing credits on this script, nowhere to be found. So at that point, I'm like, hold up. You had this script from the writers of the first Deadpool with the same director. And instead of deciding to adapt that to whatever, uh, if there was any tie in to the. Garfield, Spider Man, just write that out because I guarantee whatever script they gave was probably a banger or better than this one. And then, like, there's weird inconsistencies. Like, the director said that late in the game, he decided to add that six months later thing, which really blows a weird plot hole into why the Venom symbiote was wandering around for six months in one host before switching over to someone. It's just. It's such a mess. It it feels like an extension of Spider-Man 2. And personally, I don't think it really nailed the dynamic between... uh, Well, I don't think they nailed down Eddie Brock because he's an investigative journalist who's so valuable, but then he's thrown away because one stupid discount elon musk was like <clears throat> i don't know a- i don't like that he asked a hardy hitting question like who's the who was the 60 minutes woman uh Di- not diane sawyer right or-
1: yes i think it's diane sawyer.
0: diane sawyer. can you imagine diane sawyer asking elon musk a question and him being like i don't like that question and her being fucking fired like he had his own own show <laughs> the eddie brock show it- I think there was a lot of promise,
1: and I think they could have done now. they could have done that a lot better. I mean, they could have that could have been tweaked a little bit. Um, but it, at the same but at the same time, if if that guy and I, I'm drawing a blank on whether or not he owned that paper or not, um, and they got a kind of a he had gotten into Eddie Brock had gotten into a little bit of trouble beforehand, so this is kind of like his third strike kind of thing. Um, But yeah, if somebody, if like Elon Musk owned the paper and you came at him with some weird question, I can understand, you know, getting, getting fired or, or getting so demoted down the list that you're basically, you might as well quit.
0: All right. So I don't know if he owned the paper, but even in that case, like, I don't know if he did. So I'll give two answers. One. If he didn't own the paper, the paper would only benefit from being able to say that billionaire attacks are our reporter with integrity, <laughs> like use that to sell headlines. If he does own the paper, then there's going to be another paper that'll hire him. <laughs> He's not going to be homeless, almost homeless in six months like he is in this film. It would be like James Gunn being fired from Marvel and getting scooped up by DC. Boom. W- worst case scenario. Uh, he could do the alex jones thing (laughs) where he has people supporting him and he's a truly independent reporter it i think there was so much wasted potential i I, I was gonna say c minus but honestly i'm gonna go skunky if not no i'm gonna go i'm going to say my rating is d plus because I don't want to be that mean. Cause there is some good stuff for me. And I don't think that the structure of the film is so dog shit that I would, I definitely won't give it a poison. I don't think maybe skunky is cause a joint is a solid film for me. And I don't think this film is solid. So I'm going to officially say D plus so that it averages out to like a C minus. Okay. Um, because I don't, yeah, I don't think it should be, if it was in D tier or Skunky, it would definitely be before these for me. But, um, yeah, it w- It really did feel like a big budget version of the Flash pilot. And if anyone goes back to the Flash pilot, and I liked the Flash, I watched the first like three or four seasons, Legends Tomorrow was, bleh, I will rewatch that first season anytime. But that first episode is so... It's objectively kind of bad. Like uh, Barry's good in it; Barry's solid. But then you introduce like his whole team, including two quirky sidekicks who will not develop as their superhero counterparts for like almost seasons. Then you throw in a villain. Then you throw in a dynamic with his stepfather, a love interest. Uh, It's just so so uh, fast and. The script's not great. Like the villain is introduced robbing a bank and he says that, and the teller reads, this is a robbery. Is this a joke? Guess what tellers are supposed to do. If they see this is a robbery, they're supposed to keep their fucking mouth shut and give them the money. You know how I know that? Cause I met a guy in improv school who was, who robbed a lot of banks, (laughs) jail. (laughs) Apparently this is a real thing. You can look it up. I don't remember his name. No offense. He was a nice guy, but he, he said he would go in with a note, not armed, say, this is a robbery with a little smiley face and then escape on a bicycle. (laughs) And he did that multiple times and may i'm not telling people so they can replicate this he did get arrested he did spend time in jail uh he did have to pay back money um but they i think they nicknamed him like something a nice nickname (laughs) he's he's not violent or whatever uh anyway this really did feel like a Quickly done CW pilot that was somehow given a hundred million dollars. <laughs> so, um, I think right here is perfectly fine, and I'll stop jabbering on. Anything else for Venom? It
1: was, I didn't didn't realize that it was only a hundred million dollars.
0: I was actually gonna. I think when I left, I said this feels like a CW pilot that was given two hundred million dollars. But is that was that the actual budget? Hundred million? Yeah, it was,
1: it was between one hundred and one sixteen yeah that makes sense
0: all right next all right i i'm just gonna i know where you're gonna put it
1: so i'm just doing that while i scroll
0: (laughs) right left here no uh spider-man into the spider-verse where are you putting it sir
1: um i think when we did the review i think i was at a mushroom um i would say it's probably like the a plus s minus tier um Mind if I just drop it in nest tier? Yeah. Go ahead and drop it. nest here. Um, Foreshadowing.
0: I was going to push it there anyway.
1: Yeah. No.
0: S-plus. S-plus. By, by the way, if anyone zooms in, I grabbed the, I didn't grab the Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse uh, poster. I grabbed the cover for the Spider-Man
1: into the Spider-Verse junior novel,
0: <laughs> which I've never read, but
1: I had to. Um, I would say looking back on this, this is probably uh I'm gonna save Across the Spider-Verse for last. Um, I would say out of all the movies, this is easily my favorite one. Um I didn't didn't know about it at first until we Ooh, did the review. Okay. Um I didn't know about it until the to the to do the review. The I really like the art styles. Um yeah just exciting it's fun it tells the same story but slightly different um it hits all it hits the all the spoiler canon pieces of the (laughs) spider-man franchise um but does it in a slightly different way and it does it with a slightly different character um and he's artistic and he's fun he doesn't he doesn't have as many puns as the rest of them do he still has some puns and some funny bits, but most of it is have you heard Tom. of the
0: shoulder touch
1: <laughs> yeah just it's just fun have just you- a fun movie <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah um gosh this uh i i'm gonna have to bring back up one thing you said when we do uh one of the future movies, but <sighs> Yeah, this is a... I saw this movie seven times in theaters, and a couple of those times I fell asleep because at the time I had a used 2013 Tesla, so I'd, which charged very slowly at the superchargers, but it was free supercharging. So I would literally put it on the supercharger, go in with my AMCA list, and watch this again. And um, occasionally, because they were comfy seats, go... <laughs> <laughs> but... Um, And I'm glad I'm remembering this because my memory is garbage. But during the polar vortex, the first one in Chicago, my buddy Billy, who has now passed away, uh, I saw it was my fifth time seeing it when I saw it with him. And it was his first time I'd seen it with my daughter or alone. And you know, everyone was losing their mind saying this is the greatest spider man movie of all time and I was enjoying it. And I don't even know that I disagreed with that, but I was like, Huh, it's not really clicking fully for me. Um, and that's because I'm racist. No,
1: I'm kidding. Uh <laughs> no,
0: it just wasn't
1: and it's funny because I mean if for the people that please know don't
0: you. say because it's true, <laughs> yeah.
1: no, because the, people, because the people that know you know that, that that's not true, so it makes it funny when that, you
0: that's the only reason I say that. If I if any part of me was like I might be racist deep down, I wouldn't be making that joke because I wouldn't want to draw the extra scrutiny, be like, Wait, he does say it, let me oh, <gasps> he is racist. Um, blind spotting is my favorite movie, <laughs> um. Which is not proof that I'm not racist, but it'd be pretty, it, it would be pretty impressive to me if some like white nationalist, <laughs> like neo-Nazi was like, yep, I hate all the non-whites, but damn, was blind spotting a well-made film. <laughs> um, <laughs> I I would want to talk to that person. I, I was going to say, talk to that man. No, let's be real. It would be a man. <laughs> I would want to talk to that man. Um But it was watching it with Billy, that and his amazement of it, and he doesn't he he doesn't he didn't watch movies as much as I did. But it was him seeing it, and I think it was seeing it with an adult who was wowed. Because you know when you're watching a great movie with a kid, and they're like, "That's a great movie," you kind of have to be like, "Yeah." but also you liked playing with fire and you thought that was a great movie. So (laughs) everything is a great assault. Um, he made, he made me see how amazing this movie is and it was so good. And I've told Brad this and I've said it publicly, but when no way home, the rumors that that was going to be a multiverse story, I was like, no, Amy Pascal, you are doing the Avia Rod and you're going to shit the bed. Um, thankfully, we ended up with a uh, the Good Place thing, which I've said this again, so I'll really sp- speed through this. Uh, it ended up being a, a, a Froyo, which on New Place in the first episode, uh, the angel who's showing Kristen Bell around the neighborhood uh, is like, huh, Froyo such a human thing to make ice cream something like ice cream a little bit worse so you can have a lot more of it thankfully i think uh we could say that like no way home is froyo if not just ice cream uh compared to spider verse they did not shit the bed thank thankfully um but this is i mean it's weird hearing how many people doubted it when it was announced Uh, because when i heard it was announced what i heard was lord and miller the guys between 21 jump street 22 jump street the lego movie cloudy with the chance of meatballs are making an animated spider-man film when i heard that i was like all right tell me no more i'm i already bought the tickets i know they're not on sale yet but i bought them Don't worry. Stop telling me. Stop. You can only convince me not to go. If you say anything else, I was, I was there. And, uh, I mean, I, I think they would say anyone would say in a heartbeat that what was made with between Lord Miller and the three directors and everybody who worked on this film was better than even I would have expected, uh, knowing that Lord Miller there. Um, and I think
1: gra- graphically this movie's cr- crazy i mean you threw basically and again i'm i'm going to say this and then i'm going to turn around and say it again for across the spider-verse but you threw so many different um art styles together into this movie you just crammed it all together and it made sense and it worked and it didn't feel disconjointed at all i mean just it was just nuts and then i'm going to turn around and say the exact same thing for Cross spiderverse so
0: yeah, and I mean, wait, what? I just lost it. I don't know what I was gonna say. Um, all right, let me think about. It. God damn it! <laughs> I'm actually angry because there there is something. All right, you go with something. I I'm gonna try to remember.
1: Sure. Uh, every character kind of has their own unique but very similar backstory. Um, I remember Nicholas cage. Go ahead.
0: Thank, thank you. Cause I, I was afraid I was going to lose it again. This movie is the only reason I want to thank Lawrence Kasdan. If the report and, uh, uh, Kathleen Kennedy, if the reports are true for being such a little dick energy <laughs> idiot and getting them fired off solo. The rumor, it's never been confirmed, is that Lord and Miller were tackling solo like they do everything, where if something doesn't seem to be working, they're going to tool around with it until it is. They're going to have a looser set. They're not going to treat the script like some freaking Bible. They're not going to treat the script like uh, play directors do, which if no one knows, um, they treat that script like it is a Bible if you change a word you should get permission from the playwright that kind of deal where movies are much looser anyway when they were treating the script by lawrence kazan and his son who co-wrote the script um that loosely apparently if rumors are true lawrence kazan was so insulted by that that he got kathleen kennedy to fire them off the project because of that they said they were able to put even more energy into this film, which metric must metric ton. Uh, let me wait, let me figure out how this is. the, that mistake of firing off the solo was if you put it on a scale, it would weigh a metric ton. I saved it. Not what I was intending, but I'm giving up on it and saving it and moving on. Um, but the silver lining is that this movie was even better. So yeah, I, I I'm good. I'm good with them. Not cashing in on more soulless, uh, having solo sequels that'll suck. <laughs> uh, and you know, getting money from us on that end in exchange for an even better spider verse movie. Um, the only thing I'm going to mention that I thought was a flaw in this movie, in the whole thing, uh, there, are, there are other people who have said stuff like they said uh, they sh- that Gwen should have talked to Peter, P- Peter B. Parker as her way to close that wound of her Peter dying. And I agree with that. But the only thing I thought uh, was a mistake that I haven't heard anyone say was during the uh, what's up danger sequence, we get all these echoes of things that have been said to miles, things that were supposed to know, or that the movie is communicating to us that it were big moments before we hear you have the spark in you from, uh, from his dad outside the room. We get you're on your way from his uncle. And then we hear, we don't, our family doesn't run from things from his mom which was a good line but in that scene I think the framing is off because in that scene it's really quick where he asks mom why don't why don't we move out of brooklyn I think and she says miles our family doesn't run from things and it's a two shot with them and that's it she tucks him in gets out of there the only thing i would change is just make those close ups for each of them just cut between them and make it more impactful by having her face like fill the essentially fill the frame more. Um because that's in the what's up danger sequence and I I don't think it hits. I don't think the setup is as strong as it could have been. Um, I'm mentioning that now because I'll spoil it. They solve the fuck out of that with <laughs> boy is she does she- Woo! Uh Mama is a real character <laughs> by the sequel. She I mean she's a real character in the first one, but let let's be real. Her screen time is just minimal compared to the two father figures. Um she gets the great moment of uh mm, one uh, just one more <laughs> like kissing him or no, in a minute cuz he's like all right, we got to go in a minute. And he's eating the soup and then she's kissing him on the cheek and he's like I got to go in a minute. Like it's it's adorable. She's uh, she's a great character, but it's it's such a small role comparatively that I think uh, they did the right thing of giving her a lot more in the sequel. Anyway, I'll stop talking because we all know this is amazing, and I keep eating up the time for Brad. Also, tell me if you're disagreeing, but I'm just calling an audible. This is gonna be a part one. Uh, I it's ten twenty six for this <laughs> is this has gone so much I think this tier list might end up being longer than our tier list and spoiler review for FastX because I think we took an hour for the tier list yeah. <laughs> and we're we had a couple technical, technical difficulties but we just hit two hours and 14 minutes recording
1: um, what, what do we got left we have uh <laughs> Five movies, six movies.
0: We have five movies, including my surprise. We have Far From Home, Venom, uh, uh, let. What was that fucking movie's name? Carnage. Carnage. <laughs> we got No Way Home, and we got Across the Spider Verse. All right, we're we are not doing Across the Spider Verse in the tier list today. So we've got four movies. We have the surprise, which will take like three sentences. I promise. <laughs> I know I'm gonna break that promise technically, but it'll, it'll compared to the others will be good. Uh, do you have anything to say more for Into the Spider Verse before yeah. we end your suffering?
1: If you haven't, if you haven't seen it, go see it. Yeah. Uh,
0: all right. So really quickly, we'll go actually Far From Home and Venom. Let there be carnage might be shorter, shorter ones. But where would you put Far From Home?
1: Um far from home for me is a solid movie um, I don't think it deserves I don't think it's for me I don't think it's above um, far or um, homecoming yeah I'd probably put it in B plus a minus tier probably closer to the B plus range for me
0: where would it fall amongst these movies uh, amazing spider-man and spider-man
1: mm. I don't want to <laughs> don't make me do it probably in the middle of them let's do it let's in the middle all right Cause I really like, um, the basic Spider-Man.
0: All right. So what did you say your score was for that?
1: B, uh, B plus, B plus? B, so, solid, solid B.
0: Okay. Um, I think this was a solid sequel. Of course.
1: Uh, uh <laughs> Ooh. Okay. I, I take that back. I'm going to put it, I'm going to put it behind the other, the Spider-Man one. Um, I just remember this is the, this is the one with, um, uh what's his name mysterio mysterio and i yeah all right so this is it sets him up for the wrong one gotcha uh
0: so this wait were you ranking no way home to be a b it unintentional no okay no all right i was like well i'll get to why that would have been surprising when we get there but what were you gonna
1: say yeah no just for me i Got this and Homecoming flipped, and I was like, Wait, 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 no, no, no. this is the one with, um, what's Jake his Jellin name? Hall. Yeah, Jake Jellenhall and he's like in a fishbowl the whole time.
0: Yeah, so this is another time where it sounds like an Avi rod idea. Like, okay, so Spy Raimi's Spider Man 2, um, toby Maguire had hurt his back on Seabiscuit, and honestly, maybe, maybe it was the fact that toby Maguire is not the best actor Uh, i'm i'm thinking of spider-man 3 with all his crying scenes my god (laughs) some of those
1: some of those were rough i do remember those
0: yeah and they added it down to a bone because they had too much and it's just it just goes from you know i think i'm starting to feel sad cut away (laughs) it was what a fucking mess uh but
1: like saturday night live skit (laughs) yeah
0: But they considered uh, recasting him with Jake Gyllenhaal if uh, Tobey Maguire couldn't do it, which was so perfectly referenced in Entourage with uh, Aquaman, Aquaman movies. Just check—I don't know—check out Entourage. It might be your bag. It might be uh, uncomfortably homophobic because Entourage is kind of gives those vibes of having your your group of guys. Um, but they're the guys that you don't want to have a podcast with and let them share all their thoughts publicly. (laughs) It's more like, all right, we're, we're growing up. Maybe we should. Okay. Anyway. Um, so thinking, okay, the guy that we almost made Spider-Man two reboots ago, uh, let's bring him back as a villain. It sounds like it could be such a dumb idea on paper. Um, but Jake Gyllenhaal I think it does an amazing performance there are things wrong with this more so than the last film Uh, people have said instead of making these Edith glasses that have been gifted by a dead man how about you just make the MacGuffin thing his special nanotech suit just make it the nanotech suit make him question if he wants to keep being a hero and since it's his nanotech suit, he can give permission over to, or he can just give it to M- Mysterio. And now Mysterio has nanotech, which can make his fishbowl thing a reality, and then he can take it back or have, or destroy it. That was, I think, a Nando V movies pitch. Um, there's the question of Mysterio and the glasses. If he gave over permission, how can he take permission back? i guess you could have fixed that by saying add a user you know add an authorized user boom give it to them um there's this is definitely an amy pascal or avia rod thing the whole uh, I want to delete a photo off my romantic love interest competition. So, oops, we're killing him. Ah, uh, that that is one thousand percent a dumb Sony note. Of we haven't had an action sequence, Force One. <laughs> um, but on the other hand. Like I said, you've got the great performance by Jake Gyllenhaal. I think the VFX angle is actually really interesting for someone because Mysterio was a VFX artist or a special effects artist, actually. Um, To modernize it like that and have him be a fraud. I mean, and people say, well, if he joined the Avengers, they'd know he was a fraud. No, the idea was have this world ending fake thing and then pretend like you've lost your powers defeating it and now you're a savior everyone loves you you may not have any superpowers but hey maybe you'll get an iron man suit because everyone's cool um the the idea that everyone is pretending to be something they're not and then extending that to nick fury i think it's okay It's fine. It does work to explain why Nick Fury is a relative dumbass in this movie because the real Nick Fury would never have gifted him the glasses. You know, the real Nick Fury would probably be like punk ass bitch is getting drones. Nah, kid, you're going to give it to me. I apologize for my bad, uh, impression of, uh, uh, Samuel Jackson. And by that, I mean, I didn't say motherfucker once like, <laughs> woo. Um, uh, so I think it's flawed. Do I think it's worse than the first Spider-Man?
1: Yeah. But, and then there's also the scenes where, because they go on that uh, debate trip or whatever, and Peter Parker just like ditches them through the, the entire thing. And not one person even cares about where we where- peter parker went through that whole time he shows up late to the competition the teacher doesn't care he ditches them as soon as they get off the bus the teacher doesn't care um he ditches all the kids um during the party sequence
0: the competition was at the fir- was in number
1: one was it wasn't in this one where they go out they go yeah because he was debate thing
0: because they were in debate club in the first one they, he dropped out MJ notice. She's like, I'm not obsessed with him. I'm just very observant. She's obsessed with him. Then he uh, joins the debate team so that he could go try to, uh, find the, Oh, Oh, interrupt Tom's getting the heist. And then he's like,
1: that's when they go to the the tower afterwards, the Washington Monument. Okay. Yep. Yep, Yep. My bad.
0: But he does dip like they're on a field trip over the vacation. Uh, Ned gets a love interest just to give Ned something to do while you figure out how to show MJ that uh, he's Peter. And I love that MJ already knew uh, MJ figuring how they figure out the Mysterio is a villain is I thought, I thought was elegant. Like <laughs> the night monkey thing. Like they can't see that Spider-Man's here. That's too obvious. Um, I, th- I think that, photo thing of like oh he had his pants down with a blonde lady I will show MJ and MJ will be so furious she will kiss me weird um but him having to <laughs> him having to save oh yeah he didn't even come up with the name when he's saving Ned he's like oh that, uh, that's not Spider-Man that's a uh, that's that's Night Monkey <laughs> I thought that was good um yeah it, it was a little wonky. Uh, they had the f- the gruff bus driver, who's really the chameleon, I guess, in the comics. Cool little Easter egg. Mm. Um, you know what? I think you nailed it. I think I think they really dropped the ball of not having the scene where Peter talks to, um, Aunt May. You know, that was teased at the end of the last one where she sees him in the suit and says, what the fuck? Um, they really did a disservice to the writers of not telling them about the blip. Like, that's why everyone's the same fucking age in his class. Because they didn't know. They just added one guy who we never see again, MJ's other love interest who she doesn't give a shit about. Um, and said that. or And had him aged
1: up but yeah. Yeah. I, the the one thing that they do do well in this. Okay. Do 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 they do do well is (laughs) they set up the set up no way home at the end of this movie by having, having him get exposed or just, or right before he gets exposed. So they do set up, they do do a really good job of setting up the next movie um, in this movie.
0: One thing I want to shout out is I think. Do do. Yeah, dude, I think do do. I think do do all the time. Um, I think the reason why this movie suffers and the last movie was so good is because, or was better, is because it's the writers who wrote the first film. You can see their work. They went on to direct uh, Game Night, which was a great small movie, so much more enjoyable than you expect. They went on to direct uh, Dungeons and Dragons Honor Among Thieves. So you can, and I think they were attached to direct the Flash before either of those, but like, who wasn't? Even I was attached to direct the Flash. Um, <laughs> don't fact check that. Let's just make it internet canon. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, like, they're really good at this. Like, they've made a solid Spider-Man Homecoming, one that on our tier list, and I didn't expect this, although I th- Do you think it? I think it's correct above Spider Man Two, which some people still say is the best Spider Man movie, and I'm not gonna squash that. You know, live your live your live your life, Um, enjoy it, because I it was I was. Not to go, not to harp on you, but it was shocking to hear you shit talking. <laughs> right. And you didn't even really shit talk it, but compared to the rest of the internet, you basically said, like, they should fucking die for making this film. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Yeah, I think it was messy. I think they, they fucked up not communicating between the writers' rooms or whatever. Um, but, Damn, did, did they give Zendaya a great character? Like, they made her more than just a caricature. Um, uh, hell, I even remember her saying, Bo It's like, what? Bo, it's my favorite word. It can mean anything. It can be like, uh, hello, goodbye, fuck you, or whatever. <laughs> I think in Italian, in Venice. But, and, like, him getting the the black Dahlia necklace, and then it breaking because he, he had to fight the water monster. But then her loving it even more because she loves broken things. Uh, uh, you know what? Mm, nah, I'm not going to move it. Uh, I'm kind of trying to convince... Part of me is trying to convince myself to uh, move it, but I think it's good. It has a lot of promise. It doesn't, it's not the best. I think, I think no way home improved on some of the okay parts. Like I liked that happy and Aunt May were getting close. I think they could have done more with it in the sequel.
1: They should have
0: but yeah. Uh, then just, uh, oh, we're already breaking up, but it's fine. Um, yeah. All right. Let's, let's get Brad to, s- to bed. <laughs> Don't clip that. All right. Where do you want to put venom? Let's be carnage. Last uh,
1: F. Uh, probably not F probably D minus. Um, it is, it's a fine movie. I, it's, I have no interest in watching it again um, Woody Harrelson plays a decent carnage but it just it feels so over the top and forced like a forced fake where if they would have let him be let him just be excited but it felt like he was really trying to push the like m- maniacal bad guy t- like I don't know I just didn't I he didn't was like really it. trying to channel yeah. Nick Cage yeah. Or
0: or let me put that this way. Channel Nick Cage through a Woody Harrelson filter.
1: <laughs> yeah, it just felt it felt weird the whole time. It just felt like he was I don't know, just it was it just felt gross. Um I like Woody Harrelson as a bad guy. I like that idea. Um the overall the movie was kind of just forgettable. In fact, I'm trying to trying to remember some of the beats of the story and I just don't I know I have it. I know I've seen it at least twice. And I just, it just makes me not want to remember it. As soon as I remember Woody Harrelson is in this movie.
0: So the reason I wanted to make sure that I mentioned my first reaction to Venom one, which was that was a kind of messy pilot, but I could watch nine more of these is because leaving Venom, let there be carnage. I was like, okay, that was an episode of the show but they took time to, they did a rewrite. And by that, I mean, I think they figured out what they wanted the venom TV show, as I'm going to continue calling it to be. And this was a less sloppy script, at least for me, the whole plot. This is the plot. Um. Imagine if I just forgot.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm reading this map this list, and I still don't remember.
0: I, I got it. I, I was forgetting Tom Hardy's character, which is Eddie Brock. Uh, Eddie Brock and Venom are in a odd couple relationship. In, I do you remember that? And it's it's stressful. It it feels a little bit um like Requiem for a Dream, toned way down. And by that I mean a simmering panic attack when, when they're working together, which puts me in the headspace of Eddie Brock in that situation, which I dug. I think they figured out the dynamic between them enough. And the plot is that Carnage wants to break out so he can, uh, he wants to break out of jail so that he can find his high school crush, break her out of jail, and then go to a, And then kidnap someone seemingly randomly, go to a church and get married. And that, to me, sounds like a plot of the Flash TV show or something like it, where it is, there's no big stakes. They just want to be bad guys doing something stupid. And of course, because they're bad guys being stupid, killing people, the hero of the story needs to intervene. It's not a great film. I personally would put it above Venom 1 because it's not as sloppy for me. Um, it, it is an episode. It feels written like uh, it feels more cohesive than the first one. Also, I just, you know, I don't think it's a great movie, but I think it was a good movie for um, Andy Circus to practice his directing skills. I haven't I, seen I, it I, I was heard it was bad.
1: I was surprised that Andy Serkis directed this as I was pulling up. Um, you, you just ran through the entire plot of that movie, and I don't remember any of it. I remember the odd couple part of it. I remember um, the chocolate um, the um, bodega store owner didn't have chocolate that day, and he was... We he was shall eat Mrs. Kim! And <laughs> he's like, no, we won't. We won't eat her. And, like, trying to freak her out and stuff like that, but it wasn't working. She was just stone face on it, but... Um, Yeah, you telling me all the carnage bits, and I don't remember any of that—none, zero, whatsoever.
0: Yeah, it uh, was—it was pretty sloppy.
1: I—I do remember the end credit scene when he's sitting at the bar or whatever, and um, Spider-Man comes on the screen. But (sighs) (laughs) that's—that's as far as I got.
0: Yeah, and talk about wasting fucking Danny Rojas in the next one. Okay, Danny Rojas. So I do actually—I forgot that post-Crisis. I want to insult it for a second. Cause I, I insulted this spoilers for no way home. If you somehow haven't seen it, but this is going to spoil it. So I didn't see no way home opening night because I wanted to wait the weekend to watch it with my daughter. Cause I got her on Monday. Uh, if it was during the summer that it released, I get her Monday through Wednesday. If it was during the school year, I get her Monday through Friday. We switch up like that. So I, for whatever reason, I just wanted to make sure that we saw it together, uh, and so I was avoiding spoilers and these teenage kids were really good, actually really good at not spoiling. I, I, I love that they didn't, they accidentally did. I'll just say that because we were talking about this venom tease and they weren't spoiling anything for no way home. But I was like, oh, yeah. When we get that po- mid credit scene where he gets teleported to a, like a Hawaii or something. And then you see, Peter on screen with his mask off. I thought that was so fucking dumb because in no world would Peter be in that situation, get outed on the news, and then take off his mask to confirm it to everyone around. I think that mid-credit scene should go jump in a fire. And then (laughs) he spoiled me because one kid was like, like Aunt May. (laughs) And then he caught himself. So it was like, it kind of spoiled her death, but also made that moment better because they didn't fully spoil it. So when I saw her get hit, I just started crying. And my, my daughter was like, why are you crying? I don't know why I'm doing my talking too long about a different movie. (laughs) (laughs) But, um, you know, I think I would really put it like C minus because it, it figured it. Wait, did I put C minus for Venom? All right, if I put C minus for Venom, I would put C plus because at least it was more cohesive. Oh wait, what does that do then? You had D plus or D minus?
1: Uh, D, D. I mean, I I put it last, but All right, yeah, it's D, and I'm putting it C
0: plus because so I... C.
1: So it should be like a C minus then. Yeah.
0: All right. Well, I'm sorry I moved it, but I, I thought we were going to end up here, but if, yeah, cause I would have had it like this. Maybe this, I don't know. So yeah. how's does that look good to you? Yeah. All right. Right. Let, let's keep trucking the last movie that we're, or besides that surprise one, the last movie we were ranking. This is why I want to come back and, I was surprised that you said this was uh, "Into the Spider Verse" was the best Spider Man movie because I remember when this came out, there was a a debate, not not a real debate. I think it was, if I can talk for you, I think you were debating with yourself which one was better. So I was surprised when you like tell me if I'm wrong, but I thought you uniformly claimed. Spider Verse was the best out of
1: these. It is. I would say Spider Spider Verse is the best, and I would say No Way Home is second. Um, like, I mean what? What's yeah tier second? S tier second. Yeah, I would say that those two are easily the the best two movies of the entire franchise. Uh, Agreed. I don't, I don't know if there's anything I can really say. I do think that it is a touch messy in the middle. If I'm going to nitpick it, um, it is, and the the ebb and flow of um, the green goblins going from good to bad um, based on his mood ring that day. Um, I mean, but I'm, I'm nitpicking some very, some very small things in the middle of this movie. That's not really that important. I think they do a really decent, I do. I think they do up until this point, I think they've done the best that they could with a, with a really messy topic of, time travel multiverse it's a really messy thing to get right and i think they did a really good job at this um i think there are movies after that have been made after this movie that have been that are better um that do a better job explaining and a better job of figuring out how the time travel slash multiverses need to go and i think there's um one movie that jumps out to my in in my head um that I think a lot of other movies are going to look at and go, you know what? That's a good way of explaining it. Let's figure out our way to explain the same thing for our movies.
0: Uh, You want to say what movie that was or. Uh, Nah, I'll wait. Tease it for the net, for the spoiler review of across the spider verse. Sure. I like it. And especially since I don't know what movie he's talking about, that doesn't mean that it's across the Spider-Verse. It could be a different one. You'll just have to put it in the comments. <laughs> 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 or let's be real. If you're listening to this, you're the one person left. Right, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I fully agree. This is I think no matter what, this has to be second to Into the Spider-Verse because Into the Spider-Verse just stands on its own. This is the best Spider-Man movie that requires homework. <laughs> Because you need you need to have some. I mean, you can you can watch it and be fine and get it, but I don't think the emotional moments work unless you've seen the others, especially Garfield saving MJ. Uh, That'll work, but when Garfield starts crying and you haven't seen anything, you'd probably be like, "Oh, thank God, MJ! What what the fuck is he doing, dude? What the is this a is this a weird crying kink? Like when he saves somebody, he fucking." What the (laughs) fuck is going on? (laughs) Um, So I think you'd need homework for it, but and honestly, for the shit I was giving Toby McGuire, I think he does an amazing job in this film. Uh, Let me give some respect. And
1: I already said I cried when Aunt May died. That was that was tough. That was definitely tough. I mean, I don't know. I think you could watch this movie without homework. Um, as long as you understand the canon, the, the main plot points of Spider-Man. Um, but you you really need to watch uh, Avengers. I mean, without Avengers, I, I don't think this movie works as well as it does without the Avenger movies. Um, with Doctor Strange oh, okay. uh, and everything like that, I think you'd be really lost. So you couldn't just pick up this movie and say i want to start watching spider-man movies you just pick up this movie because you heard it was good um i do think you do need some homework um but i don't think you need as much as you might as as what it sounded like you were kind of uh, insinuating
0: yeah uh, i i I was more like saying and you I didn't even think about the Avengers movies because they referenced the blip and the change of Doctor Strange to source of supreme. I think there's a lot like that stuff is at the end of the day, I think would kind of fall into the exposition of like, if you don't know what you I'm imagining like a 50 year old woman watching this and be like, oh, exposition, I don't care. Uh, Like that, that could probably wash over somebody Be like, well, I don't get it, but it doesn't seem like I'm really missing much. Uh, (laughs) whereas like when all the Peters are talking about their trauma and, or even just their personal lives and their MJs, it's more like, it'd be like watching age of Ultron and seeing Iron Man and Thor talk about, uh, pepper pots and, uh, why am I forgetting? And Jane and just be like. Why am I t- watching them talk about their girlfriends? Where are the girlfriends? <laughs> can I can see their girlfriends? Are they here? <laughs>
1: uh, one's not even their girlfriend at this point anymore.
0: <laughs> uh, and by the next film, will they be broken up? <laughs> but
1: um, yeah, I guess, I guess there's probably, there might be a little bit more homework that I'm thinking. Cause you kind of do need to have at least a working understanding of that. There are multiple spider spider mans you do have to kind of do know, have to have to know some of their backstories. They bring in all the bad guys, but that's kind of irrelevant. You don't really need to know. You just need to know that they're bad guys.
0: Yeah. There's dynamics between the bad guys that you'll be confused by. Like if you hadn't seen it, like why is the sand thing friends with spider guy? (laughs) I didn't see (laughs) sand in Venice, but, (laughs) um, but no, yeah, I think this has got it right where, right where it should be. Uh, i think yes i know that this was not the plan from the beginning everybody who's been who i reference who's been complaining about ben not being respected when this came they were like yeah sure aunt may dying was great and now that we look back we got a pretty good trilogy but it still wasn't the plan so you can't (laughs) i'm just like all right i get it i get it that you wanted ben We ended up with something pretty cool at the end of the day, even if, you know, far from home is a, is a little more flawed and lacking. And this, because of COVID definitely has some wonky things like Sandman's always sand lizard.
1: Well, lizard is more easily explainable. Um, and green green goblins two faced, um, depending on what his eye color is, (laughs) Mm
0: The, the fact that his uh, Power Ranger helmet was fully CGI because they couldn't find the physical one in time. You know, there's there's stuff like that. There, this definitely has a longer list of ways to improve it than Into the Spider-Verse does. But at the end of the day, man, they killed it. They, they did such a... for For what they could have done, everything that we know that they could have done, <laughs> they did a great job. Um, is it the best? Is the cinematography the best? No. Is the emotion okay? This actually, I'm. I almost forgot this movie. Let me back up. (laughs) You know what? I'm not going to back up. This movie really shocked me because it showed me something that none of the other movies did, and that is Spider Man wanting to save the villains, which. When it happened, I was like, oh, yeah. Why the fuck has Spider-Man not been wanting to save the villains? In all fairness, Spider-Man 1, Goblin kills himself on accident. Spider-Man 2, not much he can do, but let Doc Ock redeem himself and kill himself. But like, I haven't seen any part where a previous Spider-Man... Has really struggled to try and save somebody, and in all fairness to Miles, his uncle died. There's nothing he could do, but like the fact that it took one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine movies, not including Civil War, not including Infinity War, and Endgame. To have Spider-Man like try to save the villains because in this scenario, they were innocent and you shouldn't just let someone die just because of who they are. Everyone should be given a second chance. That was beautiful. Also, one other thing I forgot about Into the Spider-Verse. Into the Spider-Verse showed me why, um, why giving Peter special blood in the Amazing Spider-Man movies was a bad idea. When I first saw that, I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. It's a cool little add-on, and everyone else was like, that's awful, that's not Spider-Man. Into the Spider-Verse showed me why, when at the end they were like, I wear the mask, you can wear the mask too. I hope, maybe you didn't know that before, but I hope you do. The the idea that any person can be Spider-Man, that is really powerful. But, yeah, this one, hats off because I've said it like three or four times, I can't believe we haven't had a Spider-Man that won to save their villain.
1: Yeah. Especially with how soft-hearted super or Superman, we've only been talking about this for three hours and somehow I get Superman, um, Spider-Man, <laughs> um, with how soft-hearted and kind, uh, Spider-Man is and the happenstance of him becoming Spider-Man to not just be one of those hardened guys. Like, oh, I'm the, I'm the ultimate good guy. I've got to crush all bad guy. Crush, crush, crush. Um, where he kind of gets, he got bit by accident. He's a kid. He, you know, still has a lot of naive tendencies. Um, so for yeah, for it to be nine movies and him not try and save, not try and save somebody, regardless if they've done him wrong or not, is just, you know, it's weird. So it's kind of it was refreshing to see. In a lot of superhero movies, we don't necessarily get to see get to see that because it's always the struggle of good versus evil. And bad guy crush, good guy crush, and hopefully the good guy comes out on top. Yeah, so
0: And I want to be clear. I'm not saying like Spider-Man's been bloodthirsty. Obviously Miles saved Kingpin or whatever. He didn't kill him. Um, but we've just never had a situation where it's so clear that a villain's going to die, and Spider-Man has a problem with it, you know. Yeah. And yeah, it's just good on him. Good on him. Um, I think that yeah, that's it for the ones here, except for the surprise one. And I'm gonna just do a little Premiere Pro magic and add it because I'm I'm not wasting any more time of Brad's. Brad, do you want to? Well, first, before you guess which one I cried four times, do you want to guess what the surprise one is?
1: Um, I have no idea. I'm trying to think of what one, what Spider-Man movie or Spider-Man spinoff, even. All right.
0: the moment i remembered i was afraid you'd uh get uh realize it and you will while i lead up to it uh but it was when i i was talking about how insulting it was that into the spider verse was the lowest grossing <laughs> spider-man movie do you remember the movie i'm only glad exists because it has a lower box office gross <gasps> No. Oh, Morbius.
1: <laughs> oh. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> have you seen Morbius? I have not. I've stayed away from that movie.
0: I have not either. And yet I hope you join me in ranking it unequivocally poison. <laughs>
1: <laughs> There's a reason why I haven't seen it. There, I mean, it's free on <laughs> Disney Plus. You can watch watching the movie. Yes. And I'm
0: not gonna s-
1: still have yet to see it. I've had plenty of opportunities. <laughs> It's I've been on Netflix
0: for a while, too.
1: Yeah. I've had opportunities where I've sat on the couch like thinking, like, I should watch something. <laughs> I don't know what I'm gonna watch and just watch brainless TV instead of watching a movie. And I still chose to watch that over this, so. I
0: don't think I've ever watched it. I would watch seasons of keeping up with the Kardashian before I would want to watch Morbius. Now, to be clear, if we do review a thon, I'll watch Morbius. I'm not gonna watch seasons of keeping up with the Kardashians before it to prove a point. But uh will you join me in ranking it poison?
1: Yeah, I mean I'll get to it eventually. I mean now that we've joked about it, I probably will have to sit down at some point in time and watch this movie. Yeah. Because I know it's gonna suck. Um, feel free to wait until we actually do a
0: reviewathon, just to delay your suffering even further.
1: <laughs> just so I don't have to suffer twice.
0: <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> Uh yeah, it would be pretty bad if like if it's as bad as everyone has said, if you have to watch it twice and you can honestly be on your deathbed and said, I watched Morbius more times than Spider-Man 3. <laughs> <laughs> um Yeah, so I I premier pro that and it's at F tier. It's got a teeny tinier one because if I put it properly, it would have expanded here okay actually just so i don't make my life harder now i <laughs> premiere put it because i don't want to have to move it away and put it back uh that's our um,
1: favorite- I, yeah. I can't imagine that that movie's worse than like eternals i mean i've seen eternals twice and both times i can't imagine it's worse than that
0: i'll say this i'm gonna bet that it's going to be worse than eternals but more engaging, okay. Because for me, what's bad about Eternals is that it it never grabs me.
1: It's it, something
0: about it is I don't know what.
1: It, you you get know. enough time with each character, but not enough at the same time to actually feel like care about any of them. It yeah. just feels like they give you five minutes of this one, five minutes of that one, five minutes of this one, and it just felt like, okay, why do I care? <laughs>
0: And I thought, uh, Brian Tyree Henson, I think, who voices Miles's dad. He's the, he's one half of the gay couple in Eternals. I thought they were a cute ass couple. That whole vibe, them and their kid. Huh, I, I did. The movie's bad. Uh, and, and also I think Nando V Movies did a like appreciating phase four type of video and he talked about how the, uh woman who runs really fast in the Eternals. That was a great flash sequence or something. Still something about the film. Just not engaging.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, I don't know why you watched it twice, though.
1: <laughs> once in theaters, once at home.
0: Yep. Still, that didn't explain it to me at all. <laughs> you know what? Uh, unless it was a situation like me with uh, There Will Be Blood, where I saw it in theaters and hated it, and then I rewatched it and realized I was a dumbass. If you were like rewatching it just to be like, maybe I need to watch it one more time. Then that's like,
1: yeah. I mean, it's got a lot of good actors and actresses in it, and it just it just doesn't work. I mean, it that, could have um, been a
0: really good TV show. Yeah, obviously with the with the story that. Anyway, okay, we're seven more minutes. We're over three hours. It is eleven o'clock. Uh,
2: Wait,
0: wait, wait. No. So so my daughter got me this number one dad trophy thing, and I forget how, but it somehow broke, and then she super glued it back and I just knocked it off and
1: it broke again. Hmm. Well, fix it you gotta fix it with gold.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I, I don't got that money. <laughs> I'm just gonna super glue it again before she sees it.
1: Uh Ted Ted Leso 3 reference.
0: You got to super glue it with gold. Wait, what?
1: Yeah, if you fix it's, I forgot what it's called, but fixing things with gold, it's a Chinese thing where they like break things and then reattach it with gold, like uh, gold inlets. Oh gold um, yeah, and then I
0: remember.
1: And they it makes they it stronger, do more beautiful. That yeah, makes it stronger, and then they do that with the bowl, and then they also do that with the belief poster.
0: <sighs> I, oh, I, should, I didn't realize <laughs> that connection. Okay, I still can't afford it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, if you're still here, stick around for the review-a-thons. We're going to be doing the first four Mission Impossible movies in anticipation of Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning, part one. Uh, This is the year of part ones. (laughs) Um, But also stick around because we're going to come back with our spoiler review of Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. Apparently, that's going to be six hours long (laughs) if we keep up. Double it up same math as our fast x tier list what the fuck was this holy shit! i'm so sorry um and hit hit the like button or leave a review hopefully five stars that'd be nice but i i can't i'm not gonna tell you you have to just make it honest uh i'm brian at movies are dope this is dr brad octavius oh wait let me get our let me get you a big mug up here. Time. Oh, yeah. And your favorite version.
1: <laughs> Super big.
0: I know you hate that. Dr. Brad Octavius. Follow him at Brad F 912 and just have a very spiderific. I don't know. I don't know what I'm doing. I'm getting tired. If I'm getting tired, Brad must be out of his god dang mind. He has to wake up at two hours. Don't fact check that. <laughs> Everyone, go to the video and just go watch the last minute because I want to see. I want you to see Brad's reaction when I said "don't fact." Right when I was saying "don't fact check." <laughs> All right, bye everybody. Bye bye now. Oh, what's your ranking? Put it in the comments. Bye. Surprise mid-credit scene with a uh, totally natural uh, costume change. Definitely not recording this when we're recording the review. Don't 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 fact check
1: that. Um, just like just like Chris Evans in the uh, whatever post-credit scene that was, where he's hiding his face behind the newspaper. Very similar. Which, what 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 post-credit scene was that? I don't remember which one that was, but Chris Evans was hiding his face behind the um, newspaper because oh, he had oh, grown out a beard for this after, next movie.
0: Yeah, uh, the uh, first Avengers. He had a weird thing on his face, actually, like covering the beard, but it was so wonky that they did that to just cover up how f-
1: fucked up his face looked. Yeah, so it's exactly <laughs> like that, but better looking.
0: And Brad, of course, is talking about himself, uh, humbly, though. But uh, so to reveal the one that I cried four times, which I actually saw it with Kevin Smith. <laughs> But um, first his spoiler show. But the the way it turned out, the first person he talked to, which you won't see in the episode, they talked for like forty five minutes. <laughs> so he got one other person's really funny line of insulting Gwen for being a scientist. Uh, but you can see that on Hulu if you want. I cried four times watching the Amazing Spider Man, and I could have sworn I told you this. So this may be, this may just. Uh, just sound like repeat. But the three moments that I remember were, uh, one when Uncle Ben is telling uh Peter about his dad, like he uh, and he's like, "So where is he?" He's like, "What?" He's like, "If if he wanted me to know this, why why isn't he here to tell me?" And I I don't know my biological father, so <laughs> that was like. <laughs> Drama, <laughs> <laughs> unresolved, unresolved, and then there was another moment which I might remember when we uh, if we do a review a thon for the Spider Man movies, the fourth moment was Crane Dad, uh, just squeaked out a tear at the end. I was like, Beautiful. Beautiful. Just a little bit. But the third time was and I think I mentioned it during our tier list. I mean, I know I mentioned it during the tier list because this is the same day. We just changed our shirt. Shut up. <laughs> uh was when Flash went up to Peter and uh, after his uncle died and Peter pinned him against the the lockers, lockers. and that I was just like, <laughs> I was bullied so much in school and none of the bullies did that. <laughs> so trauma again. And uh, if you're wondering what trauma with the cranes, <laughs> man, I needed to swing through New York and the cranes did not show up. <laughs> and part two of this mid credit scene is <laughs> depending on your viewing experience of across the spider verse surprise. <laughs> this is a two parter. We didn't know going in (laughs) and you may not Apparently, from what I've been hearing a lot of people and I'll blame the marketing didn't know this was going to be a two-parter so uh see you there check out the full review and I'm going to be talking about a giveaway on the spoiler review so if you have gotten this far please just spend five more minutes at least (laughs) on the spoiler review to find out what the giveaway is because it's like in less than a week that'll be done so all right bye (laughs) um cue the rest of the patrons and members